Dusty Smith here, Codcast episode 29, running a little fucking late tonight, having a trouble getting the show together, but uh, have another night where I thought, man, it's going to be a terrible fucking show, can't believe what a horrible show this is going to be, and uh, then I started putting the show together, and once again, something amazing happened, turns out I have an excellent fucking show, plenty of shit to talk about, so that's pretty fucking awesome, tonight we're going to talk about uh, TJ's new video, I think TJ might be in the chat, he's lurking watching this video around there, so say hello to TJ. I don't really hate TJ or anything. It's not a big beef I have with TJ. It's just when he does stupid shit, I feel like he needs to be called out for it. Just like everybody does, right? I deserve to be called out on my shit. He deserves to be called on his shit. Especially he has a real big platform. He's like a million people subscribe to him. So when he does stupid shit, might as well fucking call it out. We're all gonna, also going to talk about Ben Shapiro. Um, apparently in the court transcripts of another white supremacist, he was mentioned. So we're going to talk about that. And uh, Sargon's campaign failed miserably. Uh, the election is all over. It's all over but the crying, and there's plenty of crying to be had, I guarantee you. So we're going to talk about that. As always, fuck guys, who want to help me out, become a Patreon. Patreon.com for Chesscodcast. We're up to $366 a month. Hooray! This is one of the things that TJ likes to say. Dusty, this whole new woke thing you're doing, you're obviously just doing it for the money. Yep, I'm definitely obviously just doing it for the money. Making so much money doing this. Like literally, making my videos, I was making $700 per video. And now I'm making $366 a month, not including Super Chats. So if this is some kind of marketing ploy, it is the worst marketing ploy fucking ever. And as always, Super Chats, Super Chats is the best way to support the show. It is the lifeblood of the show. Uh, if those of you don't know, at the bottom of the little chat, there's a little dollar sign. You can click on it. You can donate. It's basically like a tip. Like if you're watching a live show and you're like, hey, Dusty's fucking rocking this shit. I want to tip him because he's an awesome dude and I want to help him out. And I know that pretty much all the money he gets goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary where they go rescue animals. So I'm going to fucking tip the shit out of this motherfucker. Do it. That's how you do it, Super Chats. And I will answer all your questions. No question will be fucking dodged. All questions answered. And the more you donate, the more serious I will take your questions. So buy my love, buy my love, buy my love. All right, let's go ahead and just start the show. Let's kick this show off, right? I got some good shit going on tonight. All right, so um, first off, I'll read you some of this article. You guys know what's going on in the world right now? Fucking Donald goddamn Trump. Our fucking president have just done just about everything he can possibly do against trans people. Um, and I mentioned uh, trans people in the same grouping as uh, non-binary people because most non-binary people are trans. You know, you don't start off as non-binary. You start off, you, you're born in this world, and they, they pretty much tell you you're either a boy or a girl, and you don't even know non-binary is an option. 
So non-binary is something that people transition into from whatever uh, gender roles that is set upon them by society when they're born. So trans issues and non-binary issues go hand in hand, and that's why I mentioned them in the same sentence. But anyway, fucking Donald Trump done every goddamn thing he can do. It's not cool anymore to do this against gays, not cool to do this against black people, not cool to do it against Mexicans, but trans people, fuck them, right? Let me just read it. Trump just dismantled one of the last major protections keeping transgender people safe. The world on trans people escalated this week with attacks on their access to shelter and health care. The Trump administration announced Friday morning sweeping changes to the rules protecting transgender people from discrimination in health care, combined with an announcement earlier this week ending gender identity protection and homeless shelters. The administration has now taken steps to exclude transgender people from almost every aspect of public life, including employment, housing, health care, education, prison and the military. The Trump administration has been forecasting these changes for some time. The changes to the health care rules proposed Friday, however, are perhaps the most damning evidence that it completely disregards transgender people's humanity and, in fact, views them as a threat to the safety of society. So pretty much everything he can do, like it says, every aspect of life, employment, housing, health care, education, they're keeping even the most vulnerable of the vulnerable, which would be uh, trans homeless people. They're making it so the homeless shelters can reject them if they want to. Nurses and doctors don't have to take care of them. They're not allowed in the military anymore. Every fucking thing that can be do against the most vulnerable class in our society, trans, has been done by conservatives. So in this time and in this week where trans people have been horribly shit on, where it's... Uh, obvious what is happening most vulnerable people among us you know they need our help they need allies they need people to stand up for them and you know not shit on them especially now when they're under such siege so what does tj do tj decides to go out on the web and uh, find this year old article called 100 ways to make the world better for non-binary people and he decides to kind of shit on non-binary and trans people and act like this is some kind of unreasonable article and uh, trans activists are being unreasonable. They're, they're stupid, ignorant SJWs, and they're trying to make us do things that is just silly and, and, and clearly dumb. But this article is actually really fucking reasonable. It's an amazingly reasonable. For one, this article is just, hey, you know, I, uh, I went out and talked to trans people and non-binary people, and this is what they told me will make them feel more comfortable. So if you want to be an ally, if you want to do something in your life to make sweeping changes in your life to help make trans people feel more included and comfortable. This is 100, 100 things you can do. You know, doesn't say you have to do this or you're a bad person. doesn't say, oh, do this. If you don't do this, you're fucking trans. No, just if you are seeking out ways to make trans people feel more included, these are 100 ways to do. And they're all very, very, you know, normal. There's nothing in this fucking list that's really out there. Even some of this list I disagree with. I'll go through it like, there is, there is no one non-binary experience. Celebrate and accept nuance. Embrace the contradictory and confusing. Be comfortable with not knowing everything. Yeah, what's wrong with that? What's wrong with accepting people and understanding that your experience is not the only experience? So that's very, you know, a basic thing to point out. Um, and it basically says this a few times. Don't make, exception, don't make assumptions on people. Accept uh, that you can never know someone's gender by just looking at them because you, you can't. You know, people... You, you, you can make mistakes, but sometimes you have to ask people about what their gender is, obviously. Um, anyway, one thing I disagree with that said that uh, dude is not gender neutral. And I call my girlfriend dude all the time. I call everybody dude all the time. So that is gender neutral. Now, I understand what it's talking about. Now, if you're talking to somebody like a transgender uh, male to female and you're calling them dude, I can understand how they might perceive that as being uh, you're trying to misgender them on purpose and they can be upset by that. I can definitely see that. But you can use dude kind of in a uh, gender-neutral 
way, in my opinion. And so I, I sort of disagree with that a little bit. But like I said, no big deal. Definitely no big deal. Definitely in the time uh, of such trends and non-binary hate, picking out a year-long article to shit on it, like these trans people or the anti-SJWs or the SJWs are still trying to be unreasonable and make us do stupid shit. It's just so lame. Is it still 2016 already? I mean, seriously, TJ, with what's going on with trans people, this is what you decided to talk about? You decided to shit on trans and non-binary people instead of being an ally and actually doing videos pointing out exactly the hardships and demonizations and oppression that they're suffering through? It's just sad to see, man. People say, TJ's changed, TJ's changed, but he, you know, he really hasn't. So we're going to take a look at this video. 100 ways. I'm not going to play this entire video or anything because it's 45 minutes long. God damn, TJ, come on now. Um, but we'll just play a little bit of it. Let's play the intro just to show you how silly he starts this whole thing off with. Let me make sure the volume's up. All right, go ahead. 100 ways to make the world better for non-binary people. And I love it also, point out right off the bat, the title he has on this, 100 ways to try and please non-binary people. But that's not what the title is at all, right? He's trying to make it look like, oh, this is an article, how you have to kowtow to non-binary people or they don't accept you. These are the stupid things they demand you do because they're all preaching. But no, the actual title is 100 ways to make the world better for non-binary people. Like, if you want to do that, here you, here's the, here's the list. If you don't, okay, but there's a, but no, the way he spins it, the way he's framing it out the bat, a hundred ways you have to try to please non-binary people. So right off the bat, his framing of this whole thing is to, you know, shit on these activists. So let's, let's go back and listen to what he has to say. 100 ways to make the world better for non-binary people. Okay. 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 <laughs> Respecting people's pronouns and 99 other easy things. You know, it's not really an easy thing when there's a list of a hundred things I'm supposed to do for literally every fucking group out there. You know, and I've never seen one motherfucker like, hundred ways to make life easier for men, or a hundred ways to make, you know, the world better for neckbeards, or some shit. It's uh, always... Yeah, I wonder why. It's like saying, hey, here's an article about a hundred ways you can make it easier to talk to somebody who has been sexually assaulted. And you're like, how come there's never articles about a hundred ways to talk to people, make them more comfortable who are not sexually assaulted? I mean, you, you see the difference here? You know, non-binary people are much, much, much more oppressed and demonized than just regular white straight cis guys. So that's why there's guides like this out there. You understand it's different, right? You understand we have a history of mankind and the way people have been treated throughout history is totally different. So you have to take the historical context into you know account when you're actually making your decisions about these things, right? It's pretty pretty simple. But anyway, this is how he's framing it. The framing of it is really fucking silly. So basically, he's just spending this whole video whining. But I can't believe how preachy this is. I can't believe they want me to do other stuff. But no, it's not hard or difficult at all. They're just putting out some very basic stuff that you can follow or not follow. Why don't you go specifically to find something you could whine about from non-binary and transgender people? You're just trying to shit on them, right? You're just trying to appeal to your anti-SJW audience, and you've been doing this, you know, forever. And you're back on 2016 again, where you still think this is cool and the way to go. But it's not. Right now... Trans people need allies like they've never fucking had before. They do not need this. They do not need you going, finding your old articles to shit on them over for no fucking reason. They need you to make videos about how they're being treated, you know, and how they're being fucking demonized. What is wrong with you? Come on. It's not hard to be a decent person. It's not. It's not fucking hard, dude. Anyway, so let's skip over to uh, three minutes, ten seconds in. And uh, where he says something else stupid. Let's go ahead and close enough. So yeah, everyone just gets to have their own pronouns. Everyone, like, why don't we just switch to individual pronouns? No more 
No more of these collective pronouns like he or she or Z or any of that shit. Everyone's got their own specific personalized fucking pronouns. And you got to remember everyone's. And if you don't, it's a hate crime. Welcome to the new world. It's just stupid, though. That's not what they're asking at all. I mean, there are maybe a, a, I've never had anybody want me to call them Zer or Z or any of that shit. But there are not like unlimited pronouns. Everybody's always demanding you call them. That's just not true. There, there, there may be a few instances where you have to be more uh, understanding. You know, if somebody wants to be called they or there or something like that. But is that really a big deal? Is it really a big deal? You're blowing this all out of proportion. Like this is a huge thing that they're being preachy and making us do. No, it's just hey, these people want to be treated with respect. They they would prefer to be called this. Why not just call them what they want to be called? Why not just respect what they want to be called? Why is this even a big deal? Why are you making a video like this is a big fucking deal? It's just silly. And let's skip over to six oh five, where he thinks the housework is women's work. Very progressive of TJ. He's still kind of a caveman. Checks. You know, unless you're Chelsea sitting over there, she can expect it, but no one else can. Housework, that's her job. You know, we argue about it, but, you know, it's a woman's work. I don't know what to say. It's just how it is. No. Buying flowers. No, I mean, it's not a woman's work. Housework is for whoever. These are just the, the same gender roles these people are fighting, you know, you're supporting. You know, women don't have to do housework. Men can do housework. In fact, my brother is a house husband. That's all the fucking housework, takes care of the children, drives them everywhere. He doesn't have a job himself. He fucking is a house husband. This is not a gendered role whatsoever. And this is like an outdated mindset that you have on this. And let's see. Let's go to 730. Let's see what the hell he has to say. Close enough. There we go. Close enough. No non-binary people who are okay with being called girl. That doesn't mean we all are. Well, you know what is gender neutral? Faggot. <laughs> and hey, don't fucking don't call me out for no hate speech bullshit. Now, I'm bisexual. I like dicks too. So no, you ain't got me on nothing. Some identity politics. Uh, that word is not gender neutral. Okay, it is not. I don't know too many women who get called that word. Word that word. It's almost. You know, specifically used for gay men or to insult gay men. I know some gay men actually like to be called that in the heat of the moment, but generally not by people that don't like them. So, yeah, that's not really a gender-neutral thing. I don't really know what you're talking about there. Let's skip over to 1015 see what he has to say. Uh, also, stop saying the two genders, either gender, etc. I hope you're recognizing a pattern here. Yeah, the pattern I'm recognizing is that you're an asshole. And that you're trying to control me. They're literally not trying to control anything. They literally wrote an article that said, hey, if you want to be a better trans ally, here are some things that you can do. And you are the one who went and sought out this article and are whining about it. Not like they came and they demanded any of this shit. You are the one that went out and sought this because you wanted to make a video of the shit on them. Right? You know, not in any substantive way. And it's not like you actually have a chance of succeeding at controlling me. But still, it is kind of annoying. Why? Uh, not only are there not just two genders, there aren't just three genders. There are literally... I think I did the wrong timestamp here. All right, let's just skip over. 1910. I just highlighted some of the dumber things he said in this video. You guys can watch the whole thing if you want to, if you want to watch TJ shit on this stupid list for... It's not even a really stupid list. It's just like a normal list, which you would expect. Nothing anybody should be making a big deal about in any way. See, that's all, That's appropriate. That's fucking appropriate. I will call I will call you your highness, but I'm going to say it sarcastically because what you've created here is just a list of insipid decrees 
that you just expect people to obey for no other reason other than you just think they should. No, so. absolutely not. Literally, it said, hey, these are things you can do. Not something you must do. Not decrees that we say you must do. It's a list that specifically says, hey, if you want to be a better ally, if you want to do this, if you want to make trans people's or non-binary people's lives easier, do these things. What do you even talk about? You're, you're playing, trying to play the victim so hard, like they're demanding this, you're being preachy, but they're not. You're actually the one being preachy here by claiming that they're the one being preachy. So, so I guess... Holy shit. Let's see. Let's skip over 2150, where TJ says he ain't got no non-binary friends, which is kind of sad. You know, TJ, you're, you should have some non-binary friends by now, especially when you're on the internet and, you know, how do you not... Associate. I mean, maybe this is why you have the opinions you do about trans issues because you don't really talk to trans people or non-binary people or listen to them, but you should. In fact, just go ahead and do those things right now. So I know you're online. Fuck you. I ain't doing it. 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 Correct people when they misgender your non-binary friends. I don't have no fucking goddamn non-binary friends. Make some, dude. You know. It's possible. That's why you have your opinion, right? It's like saying, I don't have any black friends, but I have lots of opinions on black issues. Go out and make some black friends. You know, listen to what they say, and maybe they would change your opinion because they have experiences that are different than you do. And the same with non-binary people. Maybe if you talked and had more non-binary friends, you wouldn't make videos like this shitting on very reasonable things that you can do to make non-binary people's lives easier. You know, pretending like they're being preachy and trying to get you to do something that, ooh, it's bad, but it's not. And it's just silly. Let's see what else we got. Uh... 225 where he says he's going to misgender somebody as a joke just hilarious i see like a um like a fucking uh woman who looks a little manly i'm gonna be like here you go ma'am i mean sir <laughs> to fuck up her day that's what i'm gonna do that sounds like a shit i'll be like oh well which one are you <laughs> i can't really tell I know he's just joking, but he's just been a kind of shithead, right? Just been a shithead to be a shithead because that's what they do. Oh, you triggered. I'm being such a shithead. Are you triggered? If you get bothered by anything, it's on you, not me. But no, like you're, you're like you're just being a shithead to be a shithead. There's no real reason for that, in my opinion. All right, let's skip over to 2620 where he's just whining. He's like literally whining about this list that no one made him go read. No one forced upon him in any way. He's just being a fucking over-the-top child. include chosen pronouns. I'm only halfway through this. Oh. God fucking damn it, dude. You picked this, dude. Oh, this is fucking horrible. Nobody made you do this. Why did I do this? I don't know. Why did you do it? Oh, my God. I mean, I know why you did it. You did it because you got 40,000 views already and 2.4 thousand likes to only 184 dislikes. You're pandering to your audience. You can say about me all you want to that what I'm doing is some kind of marketing ploy, but you're making tons more money than I am, right? You're doing way fucking better than I am. So should not have been like if I really wanted to make money, if this is a marketing ploy, I should have just jumped on the bandwagon that you're doing, right? Doesn't make any sense. I must see. 20, 27, 45. Let's see what he has to say here. Guys and gals and non-binary pals. Ew. I don't want to say that. No, Fuck you, you for even making me aware of that. Ew. Yeah, fuck, dude. They want you to say guys and gals and non-binary pals instead of ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, so terrible. They don't even want you to say it. They just, it they're just they just suggesting 
Like, if you want to be a better trans ally, here's something you can say instead as an alternative. It's on you. Why are you being such a snowflake about all this shit? It's ridiculous. All right. Uh, 3140, where he's still whining about how annoying this is. Yes, I do agree it's annoying, but not for the reasons that you're saying. It's just that you're being annoying about all this, in my opinion. Let's see. Uh-huh. Come on, Dusty. You can do it. Nope. Come on. You can do it. Come on. Get on there. Come on. Just do it. All right. We'll just go. That's close enough. Binary person, here's what they stereotypically look like. Never even seen that. Fuck off. Non-binary folks' appearance, gender expression may depend on the access they have to the clothes, cosmetics, accessories, hormones, and medical procedures they want. Recognize that. Can you rec- Okay, I'll recognize that. In return, can you recognize for me that you're fucking annoying? But they're not annoying. I mean, maybe they're annoying to you, but they just wrote an article on their own website, and you're the one that went and found it, and it's making the big deal over it. They didn't come to you, and they didn't force this stuff on you. What are you even talking about? You're going out and finding things to whine about. You're just really fucking annoying, and I just... Well, then why are you doing this video, dude? Like, you only live once, right? Do something else, and let's show the ending of his stupid video. About at 49 minutes. Let's see what he ends it with. Experience, which once again, no shit Sherlock. And finally, number 100, except that there will always be more to learn. Be game to continue learning. Jesus. What's wrong with that? Fuck me. Yes, fuck you. Holy shit. Was that long and frustrating? My God. That's that's on you, dude. That's on you. You're the one that made it long and frustrating. It was just a very normal, very basic article that you decided to make a big deal about it. And some of those things that some of those things I kind of disagree with a little bit. It's minor. And some of those things are actually good tips to help you be a better ally to trans people. What is your fucking problem, dude? Like, seriously, got to get out of this anti-HW mindset. We need it more now than ever. Like, trans people especially need allyship more now than ever. We don't need this same outdated, regressive, anti-HW mindset that you helped make popular years ago. You know, break free from that shit, dude. You know, I know that it's good for your money. I know it's good for your audience. I know that you make a lot of money doing this, and you get a lot of support by doing this, and you have a lot of shitheads in your audience that really love it. But, you know, you don't have to do that. You get on, and... uh People have been shitting on TJ Fort, rightfully so. Bunch of people. YouTube atheism was a mistake. This is Jody Tumchishin or whatever, making shitting on TJ over it. Good. Um, oh, and this is... A- Let's see, I wanted to show somebody else shitting on TJ before. Here we go. Still think the Amazing Atheist has changed? Nope. This is what I hear all the time. The Amazing Atheist has changed. I mean, he may. Like, I don't have that much against TJ. I know some of the things he does are pretty good. Like, his views on Peterson are good and I know that he sometimes speaks out against conservatism and Trump and I'm not kind of I know we have a lot in common so I'm not saying everything TJ does is bad and I and I, I I'm sure that mostly I would agree on TJ but then he does shit like this right and it's like hard to associate or be on his side when he does shit like this it's hard not to call this out especially at this particular time when trans people are under such attack by our own government um so anyway TJ responded and he said when he saw I was going to do this video, he responded. He said, I think the fact that you lump non-binary folks and trans folks into the same category, laziness or stupid. Well, it wasn't either. It's that you only have so many characters when you're putting a tweet out. And I had in the original tweet, anti-trans slash non-binary, just like it is in this video right here. You can see the fucking title. But I had to remove the part of it because I don't have enough space for that. But anyway, but like I said before, 
most non-binary people are trans. Non-binary is like a subsection of trans, so the, the issues go hand in hand. Um, it's probably more offensive than anything I said in my video. No, me saying that non-binary and trans are connected is not fucking more offensive. The fact that you got 173 people that like that just shows how dumb your fucking audience is. Um, it's probably more offensive than anything I said in my video, which was a criticism of preachy list articles, not of gender expression. No, it was. The, the article wasn't fucking preachy at all. It was just listing out a basic list of things that you can choose to do or not to do. And you're the one that's being preachy about it. You're the one acting like they're fucking doing something wrong by making this list on their own website that you didn't have to read or go, you know, view in any way. So that's what he said. And uh, then he said, this is what they always do. Instead of answering the criticism, the very legitimate criticism I put out against him, they always accuse me of doing this for money or for attention. Like, this new woke dusty marketing construct you've devised is about as bogus as your claims of inventing the facial and the t-shirt. I agree. Uh, the new woke dusty marketing is just as bogus as me claiming that I invented the facial and the t-shirt, which are two things I have never done. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, the, the whole inventing the t-shirt thing is something that he, he made up. This is a lie that he made up. When I visited them in New Orleans, I made a joke that they stole my t-shirt idea, which he knew was a joke because TJ sold t-shirts before I did. And then we made a deal that I could sell the t-shirts that he used to sell, his original design, and he actually transferred his original design to me. So I could sell them on my website. So he knows, and he knew when I made this joke, that he sold t-shirts before me. And he knows that I knew that because he literally transferred his t-shirt design to me so I could continue to sell them on, on his website that I own. I own amazingatheist.com. I still own it. Um, so he knew that was a joke. I mean, obviously, if I know that he made t-shirts, he sold t-shirts for what I did, I know that he, they didn't really steal my t-shirt idea. But then this is a thing that he invented to try to uh, diss me because they didn't have anything else they could diss me over, so they have to make up shit. So he's like, Dusty said he invented T-shirts! Like nobody, like, nobody other than your incredibly stupid fan base could possibly believe that's true. And then the inventing facials thing, which I obviously never said. I'm pretty sure facials was invented by, like, the first caveman who ever nutted on the first cavewoman's face. Now, I did help uh, facials become more popular in porn accidentally. I, this is a story I told before when I used to run porn websites. I had one of the first and most popular porn websites on the Internet because I uh, manipulated the old search engines like uh, Hotbot and Webcrawler and shit that were very easy to manipulate. And, uh, yes, I helped make facials more popular back in the day, but I didn't invent facials. I don't know. If that's just you know, it's lies that they're making up because instead of or sort of answering the very valid criticism I had towards them, this is what they always do. You're just doing it for marketing. You're doing it for the money. Um, like, literally. When I met TJ in New Orleans and they, and they were talking to me about going on tour with them, they were talking about how they were making $5,000 a week each, $20,000 a month each. I, I don't know if that's true or not. That's what they told me. So if I was in this for the money, wouldn't I have gone on tour with you guys? Wouldn't I have fucking done the anti-SJW things? Wouldn't I have done what you do? Like what I've done is literally cost me tens, if not 20 thousands of followers and tons and tons and tons of money. Like when, when is this excuse gonna get caught out by people and realize how ridiculous it is to keep claiming that I'm doing this for the money as a marketing ploy when I've done nothing but fucking lose subscribers and money over this. It's just obvious transparent attempt to dodge the criticism. So anyway, that was TJ's review. That's all I'm gonna talk about TJ anyway. So what do you guys think about that? I don't know. Seems lame to me. Guess I'll take a break here and read the super chats. Super chat like blood of the show. Please more super chats. I already need more super chats. I haven't got to the ones I have yet. So let's have a discussion. $5. What do you think of the vigilant groups that expose grown men trying to meet teens online? I don't have much of a problem with that, but you got to be really careful. 
Um, like I had this girl who claims that I was chatting her up when she was 16 and her, and her, uh, DMs. But what happened was she actually messaged me and I didn't know what, how old she was at all. And then when she told me how old she was, she said, Oh, by the way, I'm 16. I quit talking to her immediately and never spoke to her again. And then she went public saying, Oh man, remember when you were my DMs when I was 16? I was like, bitch, you literally messaged me. And I was like, release the DMs immediately. Cause I couldn't release them because I had, because, uh, shoe on heads fan base had my account permanently banned my main account. So I didn't have access to the DMs anymore. And I was like, release the DMs immediately that show that I said, as soon as you told me you were 16, that I couldn't talk to you anymore. I never spoke to you again. Release them immediately. And of course she didn't do that. So you guys got to be really careful about the kind of thing, but ultimately I don't really have that much of a problem with it. Um, Ethan Davenport, you're late Destiny. Yeah, I was a little late. I was trying to get the show set up and I, uh, I got a little bit behind, but only about a couple minutes. I did pretty good. Uh, Adrian Fornicom, $5. Can you do a documentary about your sanctuary to inspire people to do the same and give them tips for management plus will be an advert for donations? I did one video before called, um, I can't remember what it was called, but it's about my dog Boomer. We went to the, uh, shelter and we told him we want the dog that's been here the longest, the one that's about to be put down. And Boomer had been there 10 months. He was the one that's been there the longest, and I think he was next in line to be put down. So we took him home. I made the video of us bringing him home to our sanctuary and playing with the other dogs and everything. But not very many people watched it, so I never made any more. And I'm also kind of hesitant about making too many videos where I'm showing off uh, my property and where I live and stuff because so many people try to fuck with me all the time. Like, I'm in constant danger of people harassing me and stuff. So, But I, I, I will eventually make a video inside where you can't really see too much of what's going on, and I'll show off all my animals. That's in my uh, my plans. So I will do that. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Um, hi, Dusty. Hi, Sash. How are you doing? Good to see you. Thanks for joining. Surin, give me $2. Canadian, thank you very much. Appreciate that. Fight Central, $5. Dusty, why did you delete your video on DMT? Would you do it again? I didn't delete it. Uh, YouTube deleted it. I would have left that up. Yeah, I would do it again. DMT is nothing. DMT is awesome. If you want a, like a drug that basically rockets you out of your brain for five minutes, and then five minutes later, you're back to complete normal. It's a cool drug to do, but uh, I mean, it doesn't last very long. So it's not something I'd want to do daily or anything. It's like something you want to do like once every fucking once in a while, and that's about it. So anyway. Did you see Destiny's debate with Ken Hovind? No, I did not see that, but uh, that sounds like that would be good to watch. Um, that's Aximus of Wales said that. Uh, I used to be a Ken Hovind disciple, as most of you know. I could, like, literally recite the shit that he would preach, so I'm sure that was a pretty good debate. I'll have to look into it. Awesome Gaming $2 said, Could gay and transgender be fired from jobs? Uh, I don't know if they've removed that protection yet or not. I'd have to look into that, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think they are trying to remove that protection. I'm not sure if they've done that yet. Donnie and I from Kevin Clary. Dusty, I'm so gay for you. Hey, hell yeah. Can you deep throat? Holler at your boy. D-Dog, 215, 10 pounds, says, Tommy Robinson lost his MEP campaign. Yeah, he came in eighth, I believe. Sargon came in sixth. Now he's out 5K and is wanting a second vote. Also, you should check out the BBC's website for veggie recipes and a few ideas. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Tommy Robinson in a minute, a little bit more about how they did and uh, how he's complaining about being uh, deplatformed. So we're going to discuss that. $5. It's crazy that TJ is so proud that he turned the skeptic community into a bunch of right-wing reactionaries. Keep up the good work exposing fools, Whitey. Yeah, you know, it's, TJ's frustrating, man, because he is a smart guy, and he can do good work a lot of times, and then he just chooses a lot of times to do shit, you know, to jump on the, the anti-HDW bandwagon and shit on people that definitely don't need it, that need our support now more than ever. And he, he can do better. He can live up to the responsibility that having a million subs it brings you, and he just chooses not to. He doesn't want that responsibility, and it's a shame. Um, $10 from D-Doug. Not exactly surprising from someone who shielded for Trump and ignored his blatant bigotry until the Republican president threatened his access to weed. Yeah. Um, TJ made a video called something about how you should vote for Trump, and then he took a lot of shit from it. And then after he took all that shit, he made another video called why you should support Clinton. But he only did that because he took a lot of shit. 
And in that video, he said, you should vote for Trump because Trump's going to push the Republican Party to the left, which is something that the alt-right was putting out, which was an alt-right talking point they were trying to put out to convince people to vote for Trump. Anyway, uh, Brad Homan, $10, said, I hear from a lot of conservatives that they think trans people are mentally ill or confused. So with that logic, being mentally ill is a reason to take away rights and ridiculous. Yeah, that's one thing they always say over and over again. I'm going to talk this uh, a little bit later about how the WHO, the World Health Organization, just, tra- just changed how they classify trans people and uh, the same people that constantly drug out what the who used to say about trans people, I guarantee aren't going to say shit about the new classification because it doesn't back up their preconceived notions. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, though. Thank you, Brad. appreciate that. Tyson, mind him. $5. Did you see that Congress just voted to increase our military budget again? Don't see anybody whining about how we are going to afford that. Yeah, they always do that. Now, there's always plenty of money to kill other people, but when it comes to health care and you know, uh, looking out for the most vulnerable of our citizens, what are we going to pay for? There ain't no money for that. Just how awful these goddamn ghouls are. Thank you for that. Uh, $2 from Beast Nation 209. TJ is literally insubordinate and churlish. Yeah, he is a little churlish. Churlish and childish. I totally agree. Thanks for that. H.S. Ross, $10 Canadian. There is actually a document with great ways to help neckbeards. It's called Bernie Sanders Platform. Medicare for all, college for all, jobs for all, Green New Deal, aid working families, and more. Yep, I agree. Bernie Sanders for president. I definitely hope he gets the nomination over Biden. He's far superior in my opinion. Two dollars from Adrian says, "Be nice. How dare you? Oppressive dictatorship. Yeah, right. Fucking articles just like all the different ways you can be nice and make somebody else feel like they're uh, wanted and not being oppressed and shit on. Oh my God, I can't believe you guys are trying to tell me how to be nice. So preachy, so preachy. No, dude, no, that's not preachy. Stop going out and finding things to trigger you if you have that much of a problem with it. Society accepted gays, especially with it not being a choice. Can we please do the same with trans? My God, I see trans people harassed a lot. It's really ridiculous." how much hate trans people take and like the the atheist community the skeptic community has really been disappointing on this whole fucking issue about how far out of step they are with progress definitely not a uh, a trans friendly community in any way i don't know if this it ever will be maybe too far gone it's really depressing large march five dollars tj is a middle-aged man who constantly refers to himself as an edge lord he obviously very mature yeah it's like uh Jeff Holiday still wearing a, a hat that says shitlord on it. Like, I'm still proud to be called a shitlord, even though I'm almost 40. Dude, grow the fuck up, right? I used to be kind of in that edgy shit, too. Like, I used to be a uh, shit poster and post all this stupid, edgy, racist bullshit. And, but, you know, you got to grow up eventually and realize that that's not really the best way to uh, make an impact on society in, in, in the current year. In my opinion. Shane, $1.99, favorite queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, Bob the Drag Queen is my favorite all-time drag queen. I think Bob fucking killed it. I think Bob is the most dominant drag queen in the history of that show. This last season has been really disappointing. They haven't had any drag queens that I think should even be on that show. So, uh, anyway, they probably tapped the market on good drag queens out there. That's here for Super Chats. More Super Chats, please. Let me know what you think. And as always, uh, you guys can type messages in the chat, and I will read them after the show's over. I'll go back and I'll read every fucking thing in the chat when the show's over. Um, anything interesting going on there? Biden is good with children, though. Yeah, he's really good with children. I know that's a joke, and I get it. Um, shouldn't you take down stuff like your how to get out of the friend zone video? You sound like an incel. Kind of undermines your new message. Maybe. Like, I would have to go back and watch those videos again and see what I disagree with or what I think is bad. or Because um, it's been a long time since I made those videos. I don't really remember what I said. But it's possible. It's possible that those are uh, still problematic videos. Like, a lot of the shit I made before is cringy as shit to me. So I don't doubt that I've said things in the past that probably need addressing. And I'm perfectly willing to do so if they're pointed out to me. You know? It's all good to me. You know, I'm, I'm just as dumb as everybody else. I make 
tons of fucking mistakes and I'm just trying to figure out what's going on like everybody else is. I fuck up constantly and, you know, I'm, I'm definitely not perfect. I'm not trying to pretend to be perfect. I'm not a holier than thou or anything. I, I do call out other people in their bullshit, but I can also accept being caught out of my bullshit. I deserve it just like anybody else does. So, um, and let's get into the uh, Sargon and Dankula shitting. So, Sargon's election wrapped up this week. And so, we're going to have to say goodbye to the Sargon election. I was a friend of the show. I really enjoyed his whole campaign. It was pretty fucking hilarious from, from Jump Street. But, uh, Some garbage. So, this they- is a. Uh, <laughs> This is Count Doncula and Sargon explaining what it was like when they came out in public and tried to run for office. This is how the uh, public responded to them. They pelted us with rocks and garbage. Yeah, that's what they happened. They pelted us with rocks and garbage. They pelted you with rocks they and garbage. They pelted us with rocks. That's how nonplussed people were by you guys' campaigns. And that was a catchphrase from David Letterman in the 80s, because the 80s fucking rolled. They pelted us with rocks and garbage. And, uh, can you imagine this is what, what they were thinking of UKIP? They were like, hey guys, I've just come across this hilarious guy on YouTube named Sargon. What if we ran him as a candidate and wrapped our whole campaign and party around him? I bet we could get the young voters in droves. We could even add that Nazi pug guy. What's the worst that could happen? Um, the worst that could happen is zero. You guys got zero seats. You lost 24, you lost all of your seats, and you got fucking zero. So I blame Carl for destroying the UKIP party. Now, I know really what happened was that Nigel Farage, or how the fuck you pronounce his name, he left the UKIP party and started the Brexit party, and they did pretty well. Um, but the reason that he left the UKIP party was because of Tommy Robinson and Sargon, right? He didn't like the fact that UKIP decided to embrace what he felt was anti-Islam bigots. And uh, that's not saying something good about Nigel Farage either, because he's still, I think, even further right than Sargon is. So he's still a fucking piece of shit, but... Anyway, uh, the gamble did not work. UKIP zero. Sargon destroyed the entire party. Of course, he didn't destroy it by himself, but he didn't fucking help. The gamble and the Hail Mary they put on Sargon didn't pay off, did it? No, it did not. But uh, yeah, the, the fact that UKIP and the Brexit party, uh, the Brexit party rather, had surprisingly high numbers. They got 29 seats is, uh, is disturbing, and it's basically like this. Yeah. You UK people just smashing yourself in the nuts with bricks. Like, why? Why are you guys doing this? Like, I'm going to prove I'm a man by making sure I can never have children again. Like, what is going on in your brain? Who are you trying to prove something to? And this motherfucker using a battering ram on your nuts. Oh, my God. Why? Why are you doing this? Who are you trying to? Like, seriously, these people are not your friends. These people who are trying to make you do this to impress them and prove how tough you are not your friends. Stop immediately. This is like the Asian version of toxic masculinity. God, you're dumb. Anyway, that's Brexit in a nutshell. Let's kick ourselves in the nuts for no fucking reason. And, uh, yep. Mr. Benjamin does not go to Brussels. And somebody made this uh, Banksy. They did this Banksy picture of uh, Sargon. I thought it was pretty cool. You guys know that Banksy picture that they put on auction? And then during the middle of the auction, the picture shredded itself. It's kind of a, uh, I guess, like a marketing ploy. It was kind of funny. But the person that bought it wanted it anyway because it was worth even more after it was shredded live during the auction than it was like before. So this way they did a Sargon's picture shredded because that's what happened to him and the whole election thing. And while Girders says, ha, 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 ha. And I guess he's making fun of Paul Joseph Watson because Paul Joseph Watson was one of the main ones behind this whole 
UKIP things, along with Sargon and Count Dr. TV, I've officially joined UKIP and plan to take it over in a soft coup, which will lead to a total restoration of freedom in the United Kingdom. Good night. Hooray. That definitely worked, didn't it? You saved the United Kingdom with freedom of speech, didn't you, Paul Joseph Watson? Yay! Oh, no, wait, what? They got zero seats? They lost every seat they had? Oh, that didn't work out, did it there? Yeah, it's almost like you only have your, like, one little small fan base of about a million people and everybody else thinks you're a piece of shit. It's almost like that. UK loses 80% of council seats in local election, hammering after lurch to far right. Yep. Great job, Paul Joseph Watson. Wish he could do that with every party. Wish he would join the Republican Party and do the exact same thing with that. That would be awesome. And uh, speaking of Paul Joseph Watson, I think this is more Paul Joseph. Uh, oh, yeah, this is. Uh, here's Paul Joseph Watson with his buddies. Count Dankula and Sargon. Yay, we're going to fix fucking Britain. We're here to save comedy. The fucking lefties have ruined comedy. and We're here to save this whole shit. Nope. Nope. Failures. No way to fucking spin it. You guys failed miserably. You were almost unanimously hated and for very good reason because you guys are shit. And, uh, oh, God, Stephen Crowder. Like, how the fuck does this guy have a fucking audience? Look how cringe the show is. Like, I just don't understand how anybody can watch this and not think this is the most corny, cringy Do you think shit. has, in your estimation, okay, the best, best chance of beating Mr. Trump? I think John Hickenlooper, I think that's his name. I, I think John Hickenlooper, or... Hicken Hooper or whatever his name is. I hmm. think uh, he has the best chance. I think that looks pretty good on a bumper sticker. Or maybe Andrew Yang. I understand Andrew Yang is running for president uh, of this country. So I'd put my money on those two. Uh, okay. Perhaps I should rephrase. Uh, which senior citizen who happens to be a Democratic candidate do you believe would most likely uh, effectively beat Donald Trump? I'd say Elizabeth Warren. She looks a little long in the tooth. I suspect she might have a shot at it. Allow me to rephrase! Which senior citizen who may or may not have been or currently is a senator in Vermont do you think could beat Donald Trump? Joe Biden? Oh, shit! I've had enough of this <laughs> bloke! Let's move on to the close! Let's close! Cringe. God, I'm cringing to death. Like my ass is just like clenched up with cringe. God damn it. How does this guy make millions of dollars? Like what is wrong with fucking people, dude? And it's time to shit on Tim. Not Tim Blake, of course. We're going to shit on Tim Pool. I love Tim Blake. Tim Blake's the man. Tim Pool, not so fucking much. So, uh... This is interesting. Tim clearly displays a double, a total double standard concerns over fake news. The right spreads endless hours bemoaning fake news about Trump, but, but but the moment it's a Democratic, the moment it's a Democrat, they they're like, oh, the moment it's a Democrat they don't like. Dude, it's the internet. Chill. What the fuck? And that's exactly what he's doing here. Here's what Tim Blake has to say. Um, LOL, well, what the fuck? CNN is complaining about videos on the internet. So what happened here is that. Somebody put a video out of, uh, what the fuck's her name? Uh, Nancy Pelosi. Uh, they put a doctored version of a video out by Nancy Pelosi where they slowed it down by like 25% to make it look like she was slurring her words and, and she was drunk. And uh, Donald Trump retweeted this video that was doctored. It's a doctored video. It's fucking propaganda, a lie, basically. It's a lie. Not, not basically, a lie. And uh, so people are like, 
asking Facebook, why did you leave this video up that's clearly a lie, meaning meant, clearly meant to demonize and damage a person's reputation for being drunk when they weren't? What the fuck is your problem? So, of course, Tim Pool, the liberal Tim Pool, is Johnny on the spot to shit on CNN for daring to ask Facebook why they're leaving this propaganda video up. Lilo, well, what the fuck? CNN is complaining about videos on the internet? Dude, it's the internet. What the fuck do you think the internet is? Uh, I think the internet is not a place where you put doctor videos to demonize people and definitely not a place where the President of the United States should be retweeting false, lying videos about their political rivals to try to, you know, demonize them and make them look like they're drunk, right? Uh, that's... Shitty. Why the fuck are you defending this behavior, Tim? Is it because you're a right-wing shill? I believe it probably is. Anyway, fuck Tim Pool. I'm not going to read the rest of his stupid fucking shit. Um, but he's got his uh, butt all in a... Uh, he's got his panties all in a wad right now. Because apparently they've just discovered a deleted scene from Captain Marvel. And they're all going to jump on the bandwagon to hate Captain Marvel because, oh my God, Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel, she said something about white men, so the whole movie is tainted forever and we got to shit on it every chance we get. So they're all freaking out because they found this, uh, I guess they released a, a deleted scene where some dude was, I guess, picking on or trying to bully or being sexist towards Captain Marvel, her character, and so I guess she beat him up with her superpowers. They're like, she's a total villain for doing this. They're all freaking out. Um... So let's look at some of the comments they left about it. I'm caught in the mentions of men who hate. Oh, yeah. So this is the guy that played the uh, character that uh, Captain Marvel is beating up. And so he's basically making fun of all the right-wing snowflakes like Tim Pool who are suddenly all upset about this. I'm caught in the mention of men who hate Captain Marvel. Oh, my God. Why, yes, I would like to live in an echo chamber of like-minded opinions. If the alternative is opinions like not all Nazis are bad or toxic femininity is a thing, where can I sign up? So even the guy who was in the fucking scene is shitting on you for taking uh, taking such a snowflake view on the fucking scene in the movie and here we got oh, tim pool speaking of shitting on tim pool american politics are so cursed and so he's basically uh whining about this captain marvel thing because he's got to jump on the anti-hjw shit because that's what's fucking popular i got eleven thousand likes for this whoa i never saw this clip but damn captain marvel is a villain she straight hurts and robs a dude because he was a jerk to her that's a villain oh my god people she fucking beat up a misogynist uh, uh, wine 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 and uh so he's getting this from joey salads you remember joey salads this is joey salads joey salads pissing in his own mouth and gurgling it yes joey salads put out a video of him pissing in his own mouth and drinking it these are the right-wing fucking chuds that people like tim pool are listening to Great company you're keeping. And uh, speaking of Joey Salads, as I said, Joey Salads is a character that gets killed on the first episode of The Sopranos. Here's Joey Salads for you. This is all you need to know about Joey Salads. This is the type of person he is. He's a person that put out a video, a fake video of black people breaking into a car to try to make black people look like they're violent Trump haters. Um, so, yeah, just a giant fucking piece of shit. Nice people to retweet there, Tim. He looks like he's kind of inbred, doesn't he? Like, so easy a caveman can do it. I hate to make fun of people's look. I guess I should do that. I guess that's mean. I take that back. Sorry, that's mean. Anyway, uh, how far are we into the show? 53 minutes, sorry. Andy Worski supposedly got hacked, but nobody fucking believes him. Basically, everybody thinks this guy faked being hacked, and I also think he faked being fucking hacked. And so he went through his uh, private messages, and he looking good, so-and-so, and he released uh, this picture of a girl, I guess, who sent him nudes. And he, re and he released the, the whole, I guess it's old PM, uh, a screenshot of it, where he messaged every woman in his whole DM thing and basically propositioned them. 
And then afterwards he said, I was hacked. Sorry, I was hacked. But like it's Andy Warsky. You know, this is the guy who would do anything for attention. This is the guy who went out with his friends and pulled a gun on a bunch of people. And then he was like, get back, get back. After they were like playing Snapchats of racist shit and piss people off. And, and he would do anything to take the spotlight off of that, off of the humiliation he's received. So I think probably he faked his on um, hacking and just to get attention and make it look like he's the fucking victim. And he released like a screenshot of his, uh, what, a Discord server that showed that somebody from a different uh, IP address tried to log into his account as proof he was hacked. But like he has a VPN. Anybody with a VPN could just do that, make it look like that. So it's not proof of anything. I don't believe you. When you cried wolf and been as fucking, uh, as much as a attention whore as Andy Worski is, I don't believe you as far as I can throw you. You just sad, bro, in my opinion. And uh, I guess we're going to get into the Ben Shapiro stuff next. Let's see. I guess I can stop to read the Snapchats right quick. So I have any Snapchats. Um, Thank you for what you do. Your strength is inspiring. Hey, no problem. You know, I'm just doing what I can, right? I just want to be able to sleep at night. and I'm just trying. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm doing the right thing. I, I'm just trying to figure it out as I go and... A lot of people don't think I'm doing the right thing. A lot of people think I'm an asshole who is on the wrong side of this. So I don't know. Um, but thank you for that. Beast Nation 2009, $10. Hey, Dusty, would you be cool with having a combo with Tiffany Moore from the It's Ma'am clip that went viral months ago? She's a damn cool person and her flow is vicious. Find her on IG. Okay, I wouldn't mind that. I know who you're talking about. And uh, I do understand why she was frustrated. They, they did kind of try to make it look like she was an, uh, out of her mind and a SAW trans woman. But, you know, I can understand how you get tired of somebody misgendering you and supposedly doing it on purpose when you've told them over and over and over again, you, it can get irritating. I definitely understand where she's coming from. Uh, Corey Morrison, $1.99. Are you going to do your non-live videos again? Yeah, I'm going to do a lot of non-live videos again. I, I need to do one before the month's out um, because I make, like I said, I make like $700 doing those videos and I haven't done one in a couple months. So I do need to do one of those so I can afford to do, like I can afford to keep doing this show. So I'm planning on doing that, but yeah, it's just like, you guys don't, don't understand how hard it is to do a show like this. I do a three-hour show two times a week, and I do it in the way I do it, where I pick like 50 different topics, and then I run through all those topics, and then it takes a long time to find a lot of interesting topics, and then look at the topics and like research them and think about what I'm going to say, and and so it, this show takes a lot longer than you guys think it would. So, But I'm working on it. I'm trying to do better. I think I am doing better, doing much better on making content, so... Thank you for that. Corey Morris, $1.99. Are you going to do... Oh, you already said that. Uh, Blue Cat, $1.99. Thank you for saving the pup. Hey, no problem. You know, I'm doing what I can. I appreciate you uh, donating. Very kind. D-Dog, $5. At least there's more resemblance than Crowder's cross-dressing. Yeah, I guess. Like, he jumps into uh, Gilbert Gottfried for some reason. I don't know. There must be some kind of inside running joke. Anyway, more Super Chat, please. No question, Dodge. I will answer anything. Surprised that I get more questions about TJ. You guys didn't have more questions about TJ? I'm surprised TJ didn't. I guess TJ didn't want to donate to me. But uh, I'm surprised he didn't be like, hey, fuck you, Dusty. Nah, he wouldn't do that. I don't even think TJ really dislikes me all that much. I think me and TJ kind of have a love-hate relationship going. I think he respects me and he knows I'm good at what I do. But then he also doesn't like the fact that I call him out on his bullshit. And it annoys him, So, which I understand. Um, so I guess we're going to talk about Ben Shapiro next. Ben Shapiro! Ben a boy! So anyway, uh, last year... At an Indiana synagogue, Evando went there and he spray painted. The, get the fuck off. 
God damn it. Fuck you. Um, he went there and he spray painted Nazi symbols everywhere. And apparently the reason he did it was because he had this fucking girlfriend, the 17-year-old girlfriend who was reading Ben Shapiro and uh, all kinds of other shit. Um, Nazi propaganda. Kiyomi Brewer. Kiyomi sounds like a she's like she's not white, but I looked it up and she does look like she's white. So anyway, uh, she was reading Ben Shapiro and uh, she inspired. She was inspired by Ben Shapiro and some other white supremacist motherfuckers, and so she inspired her boyfriend to drive 50 miles from their home to the synagogue, spray paint a Nazi flag and iron crosses on a dumpster enclosure, and lit a fire on the ground. Uh, prosecutor said they originally planned to break into the synagogue and destroy it with homemade bombs and napalm they brought along, but they got scared. They were literally going to burn the whole place down after the stupid fucking bitch read Ben Shapiro. Let's see. Uh, he explained, according to, Nol- according to Nolan, she began with right-wing yet mainstream views such as those presented on Fox News. Brewer's attorney wrote, she then moved on to writings by Ben Shapiro and articles on Breitbart, which bridged the gap to the notorious white supremacist and anti-Semitic propaganda site Stormfront. Shapiro didn't return BuzzFeed's request for comment. So look, there are a lot of people on the alt-right and a lot of uh, Nazis and shit that don't like Ben Shapiro and that shit on Ben Shapiro because he has, he's Jewish and uh, he's like a practicing Jew. And so obviously that's a crowd that oftentimes doesn't like Jews. So like, half of them do shit on Ben Shapiro. That's true. But the other half don't fucking mind Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro does absolutely have a fucking lot of white supremacist followers who are willing to overlook the fact that he is Jewish because they basically agree on everything else except for the white supremacy thing. This is, this is the same thing that people like Sargon have in, have in common with the alt-right and people like Jordan Peterson. And they can say, I'm not alt-right. I don't have anything in common with him. But you actually do. You have everything in common with him except for the racist stuff. And there's a lot, there's a lot to their ideology except for the racist stuff. The racist stuff is just one part of it. So if you agree with pretty much everything else, and especially your views on Islam and uh, Muslims and uh, immigration, yes, you're going to fucking get these people supporting you. You're going to get these people in your audience, and you're going to uh, influence these people. And Ben Shapiro has influenced these people. He has been named not only in this court case, but in two others, I think, so far, including the uh, Montreal mosque shooter who went in and killed people at the mosque i think he visited ben shapiro's uh twitter more than anybody else so yes this has happened multiple times where people have said i was inspired by ben shapiro now you can say hey dusty well if one of your fans watched you and they went out and they fucking killed people would you be responsible for that look if multiple terrorists if multiple white supremacists went out and committed crimes and they said they were inspired by me yes I would immediately own up to it, and I would rethink what I was doing. I would be like, damn, there's clearly something I am doing to attract these people, or at the very least, not repel them in the ways that I should. And so I need to take stock in what I'm doing and reassess. I would absolutely fucking take ownership of that and take steps to improve what I'm doing to try to lessen that, right? But that's not what Ben Shapiro does at all. Ben Shapiro tries to pretend like he's not done anything wrong. He can't be held responsible for anything he fucking says. So fucking fragile, as political bullshit says. Man, it's so empowering to watch a woman with superpower. Oh, this is him bitching about the uh, the uh, Captain Marvel thing. He was whining about that too. Um, let's see, but he was also whining about the article calling him out for being named as an inspiration. Oh, this is something different. I'll talk about that in a second. Um, this is uh, Michael Shermer. This is incredibly bad takes by Michael Schreck. This is literally the fucking guy who is the 
editor, is the editor or the producer, whichever one, of Skeptic Magazine. Skeptic Magazine, this is how horrible our society is, where this motherfucker is the guy who runs Skeptic Magazine. So people are shitting on, um, I can open this in a new window. People are shitting on Ben Shapiro because he's been named by multiple white supremacists now. I guess they fucking, I guess Ben Shapiro deleted or somebody deleted this tweet, but um, where they're calling Ben Shapiro out for inspiring people. And Michael Schumer's like, Ted Bundy read law books. So he's basically saying, just because they said they were inspired by fucking Ben Shapiro, that doesn't mean anything. Uh, Ted Bundy said he read law books. Does that mean law books inspired fucking Ted Bundy to kill people? Uh, No, Ted people didn't go around and saying that he was inspired by fucking law books to kill people. That's the fucking difference, dude. This is the intellectual dark web for you. This is how, how unintellectual they are. They're willing to fucking defend any fucking thing, no matter how bullshit the reasoning is. And this is totally fucking bullshit reasoning. And they got, uh, he got rightfully called out for it. Tommy Coca-Cola says clown. Uh, Sean says, except Ted, Ted Bundy or that Nazi never said that law books radicalized them. Far-right extremism is a very real problem and we can't fight it unless we're willing to be honest about it, which is exactly the opposite of what you're doing. Yes, absolutely true. Also, he read law books to try to mount a defense for himself. What, what's this dude reading Shapiro for? Yeah, exactly. It's totally fucking different things. Yeah, this is not a good tweet. I'm sorry. Did Ted Bundy claim his murder rate spree was inspired by law books? No, he didn't. Did he say law books inspired him? No, he didn't, you dumb motherfucker. Literally, the fucking editor of Skeptic Magazine. How fucking... A publisher, that's what he is. The publisher of Skeptic Magazine. God damn, these motherfuckers are shameless and also very stupid. So Christiosity calls them out. Are you trying to distract us from the fact that your buddy has inspired yet another terrorist with the most asinine thing you could think of or what? Yes, that's exactly what he's doing. Ben Shapiro is a buddy of his. Ben Shapiro is a member of the intellectual dark web like he is. And they would do anything to take up for each other. It's like policemen. That thin blue line, no matter how shitty the other people in the intellectual dark web are, they're always there, Johnny on the spot, to take fucking up for them. It's fucking uh, transparent. And uh, speaking of Ben Shapiro and identity politics, Ben Shapiro constantly claims, oh, I hate identity politics, but he doesn't. Ben Shapiro uses identity politics continuously. Ben Shapiro, identity politics is a crime against reason, rationality, and logic. The notion that your racial, sexual, gender, or religious identity in any way affects or legitimizes your views is the SJW scourge that is destroying Western civilization. But also Ben Shapiro, and this is Ben Shapiro who's uh, retweeting this, who gets to speak for Mizra Jews? Is it uh, Hen Mazig, my Iraqi-born Israeli grandparents, or anti-Israeli activist Mark Lamont? So this is, how can you get more identity politics than this, you know? I'm an Iraqi-born Israeli, so my opinion on this matters more than an anti-Israel activist. That's identity politics, dude. Quit claiming that you think this is some kind of uh, detriment to society when you continuously do it yourself. And he continuously, personally, pulls out the Jew card, too. Like, he, when he got caught out by these white supremacists, he's like, I'm a Jew! I'm a Jew. I can't be fucking inspiring white supremacists because I'm a Jew. Bullshit. Uh, JLP inspires, that's Jesse Lee Peterson, inspires white supremacists all the time. Thinks the fucking civil rights movement was bad for black people. Absolutely. You can be black and inspire white supremacists. Depends on what your opinions are and what your takes are. Doesn't matter what your fucking race or religion is. Quit your identity politics, dude. Seriously. Um, and then uh, one thing he said, apparently, uh, I guess the Trump administration is removing bans from uh, adoption agencies that ban gay people. And so they're going to get start giving money to adoption agencies that ban gay people. And people are like, hey, this is obviously going to make it to where uh, gay people have less access to adopt kids because 
you, you have only a t limited amount of money that's being given to these adoption agencies. And if you split that money between adoption agencies that ban gay people and adoption agencies that don't, uh, you, you have less opportunity for gay people to adopt children, right? Because less money is going to those agencies that let them adopt children. Pretty simple. But nah, genius Ben Shapiro's like, nah, dog, nah, your basic logical math doesn't work. And he's like, uh, somebody said, in addition to this being morally reprehensible, a policy change making adoption harder also gives massive political and rhetorical ammo to pro-choice advocates amidst the fights over abortion. And Ben shares, this doesn't make adoption harder. It reallows federal funding to adoption agencies that favor father-mother couples, i.e. Catholic adoption agencies. It does not bar funding to agencies that allow same-sex adoptions. It will result in more adoptions, not fewer. No. It would be that way if they were increasing the money, if they're increasing, if they're keeping the exact same amount of money that they were giving to adoption agencies that give kids to gay couples, and then they were like giving more money to other Catholic organizations that ban gay people, then yes, that would overall make more adoptions available. But if you're splitting that money between the gay charities and the anti-gay charities, then no, less gay people will have access to kids. This is basic logic, right? You fucking moron. And Jane Coastal says, it does make abortion harder for people like me who would be interested in doing so, particularly as the number of agencies that permit same-sex adoption is not entire, entirely numerous in many states. They're trying to explain it to Ben, but Ben's like, no, nah, no, nah, you don't understand. It does not shut down or defund existing agencies that adopt same-sex couples. No, it doesn't, but it makes less money available for them, right? It splits that money. It's pretty easy to understand. If agency A is funded and allows a same-sex adoption, uh, and agency B is now also funded and does not, how are you disadvantaged? Because less money is going to agency A because it's being split to agency B, right? Uh, I'm not a genius, folks. Like, am I stupid or is this simple? Is Ben a genius or, or, or I don't get it. Like, why do people think this guy's so smart? This just seems like logical. If there is no agency A to speak of, that's going to be a smidgen of a problem. And then he's like, uh, then start one and apply for federal aid. As policy is currently constituted, adoption agencies B will, will shudder. As happened with uh, Catholic adoption agencies in Massachusetts. Yeah, if you can't find a baby, if you can't find an adoption agency that'll let you have a, a baby because you're gay, just start one yourself. That's the solution. That makes sense, doesn't it? Awesome Ben Shapiro logic. Quote, unquote, logic. And here's another one from Wild Girders, speaking of Ben Shapiro shit uh, Ben Shapiro's racism can never contribute to radicalizing someone into becoming a violent white supremacist because Ben Shapiro is Jewish. Anyway, let's get back to talking about how stupid identity politics is. And that's exactly right. That was his whole defense repeatedly. Um, I can't. I can't be inspiring these people because I'm Jewish, right? No, you can. And you're using identity politics to try to get out of it. And we see right through it. Shame. Wish I had a bell to ring. Shame. And this is him. Uh playing identity politics. Yes, if there's, if there's one thing I'm known for as one of the most prominent Orthodox Jews, targets of the alt-right and, and critics of the alt-right in America, it's directly Nazis uh, to attack synagogues. What garbage? Uh, no, dude. You, like I said, just because you're Jewish, these people are saying you inspire them. Like, are, you, are they lying about you? Why would they do this? No, you are inspiring them, dude. Uh, own it. Personal responsibility. Step up. Ben Shapiro was the literal inspiration for two different white supremacist terrorists, but yet he steps back and hides behind his identity. White supremacy has always collected a diverse set of collaborators to protect them. Ben Shapiro is just one of the latest. Absolutely true, Ben. Own your shit, dude. Personal responsibility. And uh, I guess we're done shitting on Ben Shapiro right now. Let's shit on, uh, what is this guy's name? John Voigt. John Voigt, you know who that guy is? This is a... Uh, Angelina Jolie's father once got swallowed by a giant snake in a movie. 
And uh, it's hard to believe this is real. Like, it's hard to believe anybody could be this much of a bootlicker and uh, a, a, a dick sucker. And I mean that in a non-gay way. But, but this, I guess this is, this is not a parody. He's being serious here. But, like, literally, if my favorite candidate ever got elected, like, I don't even know who the fuck that would be, but my dream candidate got elected, I still would never speak about them like this because this is so toady. And just cringe, like like he's a savior. He's worshiping. Let's listen. Country is stronger, safer, and with more jobs because our president has made his every move correct. Don't be fooled by the political left because we are the people of this nation that is witnessing triumph. (laughs) So let us stand with our president. Let us stand up for this truth that President Trump is the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. Oh, my God. Seriously. God bless America. And may God continue to guide this nation. Hard to believe he can say that with his fucking straight face. Like, dude, what an actor. The Academy Award goes to Trump is the greatest president since Abraham Lincoln. Sure he is. Sure he is. That's just, oh, man. Bootlickers never get tired of fucking licking those boots. It just, it seems like a parody, but I know it's not. It's hard to believe that this is uh, real life. And here's Charlie Kirk claiming that uh, Bernie Sanders never had a job. 2020 Democratic accomplishments, Camilla Harris tried to destroy a nominee's life with zero evidence. Bernie Sanders became a millionaire without ever holding a job. Uh, Bernie Sanders was a carpenter, and then he was a psychiatric aide. Then he was a Head Start teacher. Then he was a writer. I think he's a writer of a couple bestseller books. Then he was a documentary filmmaker, a filmmaker of a best-selling documentary. Uh, then he was the director of an American People Institute Historical Society. Then he was a mayor, and he's been a House of Representatives and the senator for like 40 years. So, and Charlie Kirk, on the other hand, has been, never done anything except for be an errand boy for the Koch brothers. The Koch brothers. I call them the Koch brothers, but I know that's not how you pronounce it. I know it's Koch brothers. But anyway, um, so yeah, Charlie Kirk talking out of his ass. Bernie Sanders has... One of the, it's been one of the few politicians in history that has been true to his word. That's why they fear him so much. They fear him because he has been just dead on for 50 years, saying exactly the same thing on the right side of history for 50 years, and they ain't got nothing on him. So they're like, ooh, he's a millionaire. Yeah, he's a millionaire because he's got a couple books that are like bestsellers and shit, right? Uh, that's what happens when you spend 50 years as an incredibly popular public figure. You can amass a million dollars these days. is not even that much money, really. But uh, yeah, that's all you got on him, so no wonder. And... Um, I guess the KKK had a rally recently. I'll talk about more about that in a minute, but uh, so fame was making fun of this guy. Hard to believe this guy actually said this. Pointing out the obvious differences between two hate groups and how that impacts communities is not supporting one group or the other. Antifa is a violent terrorist group. The KKK is a nonviolent racist group. Lumping them into the same category is blatantly dishonest. What in the fuck? The KKK is a nonviolent racist group? Uh, doubt. Uh, severe doubt on this one, motherfucker. That is bullshit. Now people the KKK have lynched. Now how much violence the KKK has caused. Now, they may not publicly, as far as we know, cause a lot of violence these days, but there's still like violence caused by KKK members still to this day. So it's just a ridiculous thing to fucking say. And uh, here's one from Patton Oswald. Apparently, uh, Theresa May. You guys know who Theresa May is. Apparently, she uh, had to resign because she's a complete failure and didn't have the confidence of the other people in the U.K. government to uh, handle the Brexit in the correct way. So they booted her out, and I guess she was crying because she got fired or whatever. She couldn't hack her job. Of course, she's a bitch as far as I know. 
And uh, everybody's like, can't you feel bad for her? Can't you feel bad that she's crying and upset? Can't you, even, despite all the fucking shit she's done, can't you just be human? And, and, and as part of your humanity, just feel pity on her? And this fucking dude ain't goddamn having it. He owns this shit and explains exactly what the, the, the human take on this is. So let's have a listen. Oh, and you say you don't have much sympathy for her? I've got less than no sympathy for her. Um, she didn't publicly break down over the victims of Windrush, who, because of her policies, were driven from their homes, denied med medical care, and even kicked out of the country. She didn't cry publicly over the dozens of working-class people who burned to death in Grenfell Tower. She didn't weep publicly over those who've had their benefits stripped from them, those driven to food banks because of her policies, the victims of universal credit. I think, you know, our media can often express far more sympathy for the powerful. In her case, she will lead, no doubt, a comfortable and affluent life to her very end, rather than the victims of their policies, who, I'm afraid, have been driven into misery, yeah. insecurity and turmoil as yeah. a direct result. You, Let's you, think you, about you, those you people. You can't today. just respond at a human level. I, I have responded at a human level. I've spoken about the humanity of those who have... Yeah, we did. ...suffered as a consequence right. of her policies, and I wish the news would give far more space to them rather than spending uh, time discussing the Prime Minister crying because she can no longer hold the most powerful job in, in the country. Yeah, that's right. She'll be fine. She'll still be rich. She'll still have an affluent life, but all the people she fucked over in her political job, they're the ones we care about. They're the ones that we should be crying over, not her. So fuck that. We see how you're trying to frame this. It's a bullshit framing, and we'll fight back against it. So I guess we're an hour and 15 minutes in the show, and it's time for the video segment. Let me do Super Chats real quick, and then we'll go into the video segment, which is people's favorite part of the show. Uh, you mean Quebec shooter, not Montreal. Yes, thank you for the correction. I did mean um, Quebec, so I appreciate that. Um, let's see. Let me scroll up. Let's make sure I don't remember all I am. Jerry Lee Lewis ain't going to be playing a show in Nashville on July 1st, 83 years old, stroke survivor, and still hasn't retired. I thought Jerry Lee Lewis was dead. What the fuck? Maybe I'm thinking of Jerry Lewis. Yeah, maybe I think I'm, I'm thinking of Jerry Lewis. I'm thinking of uh, Chris Wright going, Flavin', pretty lady, I drink bleach, I. Um, Ratbag, give me $49.99. Thank you, Ratbag. Ratbag rocks, man. He's always supporting me really well, and uh, it means a lot, man. I really uh, acknowledge it and appreciate it. Any chance religious bullshit makes it in this episode? Yeah, I'm going to do, uh, I got like 10 religious bullshit stories at the end of the episode, so stay tuned for that, and that's definitely going to be covered. Got lots of good stuff. And I'm going to try to do a, I'm not sure if I'm going to make it, but I'm going to try to do a regular religious bullshit video, like a short one for my regular audience uh, before the month's out, which is only three days. So look forward to that. And I think you're right back. Very cool, dude. Snort O Bordo, O-W-O, $5. Who, what inspire you to leave anti-feminism content? How do you challenge yourself to step out of the echo chamber? I just started listening. Like when I came, when I started, when I was doing that shit posting and when I appeared in that video with TJ, we're going to talk a little bit more about that too. Uh, somebody else did that video with me where we were, had questions for SJW feminist or whatever. I got a lot of fucking feedback, a lot of criticism from uh, transgender people and gay and lesbian people and black people, minorities. And uh, it took a long time for me to get over my ego and listen. Because at first I was like, nah, fuck y'all, nah, I'm, I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong making racist jokes. It's just jokes, man. I'm not wrong saying that Jewish people deserve to be... Uh, that deserved a Holocaust. I'm not wrong for joking about that. It's obviously just a joke, man. Um, but then, like, Jewish people were, like, explaining to me. Like, no, dude, look, look, th this is why it's bad to spread stereotypes that lead to the fur for further demonization of us and 
has for you know thousands of years. And I just eventually I got over my ego and realized that I was wrong, and I just started listening. I started, and then I, I went to their websites and I talked to them and I read what they had to say, and it made sense. It, like there weren't bad people at all; they were just explaining why this stuff is a problem, and they were very very reasonable about it. And all these things that I was told about them that they're that they're irrational. And that they hate white people and that they would just want to take over and force you to do things against your will and they hate freedom. All that. It was not true. And so I just looked into it and I, I'm, I always bow to the evidence. And so I just, you know, I bow to the evidence. Anyway, I appreciate that question. Good question. Ethan Davenport, $2. Deep Fat Fried is live right now. Okay, cool. I don't care. Maybe oh, you're probably telling me that because uh, that's why he's not in here. Okay, I understand. I did not know they did their show on Friday nights. Good for them. I don't know how good their show is, but uh, more power to them, I guess. Surin Pierre, $2. You mean the Quebec Mass Shooter? Not, yes, I already said that. Thanks you for the correction. $5 from Adrian Forticom. We have 12 years left before the planet be uninhabitable, tells the IPCC. Nothing is done. How do you plan to live your last years? Uh, Well, yeah, 12 years before it becomes... It, it won't become uninhabitable in 12 years from now. It's just 12, if we don't do something in the next 12 years, then it'll be too late to do things, and it'll be the chain reaction will happen, and then we can't solve things. So it'll still take a while after that before the world ends. So I will probably live a normal life for the most part, but I, I guarantee I'll see some horrible, horrific shit because of global warming. There will be, like you think the immigrant crisis is bad now, there will be tens of millions of people displaced because of global warming. It's going to be horrible, and I definitely live to see that, so... I guess we'll see what happens. It's going to be a bumpy ride. Could you make your Ben Shapiro impression slightly more nasally? Hello, thanks, Vanessa. Keep it up. I'll try. I have to get someone out to hold my nose and do a Ben Shapiro like this. Uh, appreciate that. Astrosocialism says, my hot take, TJ is the only real Bernie bro. Okay. Works for me. Um, Brave Dubin, $10, says, these people don't realize that it's... that." realize is that white supremacists like Ben Shapiro, because not only is he Jewish, but he expounds the same political ideology as a white supremacist being Jewish is just a shit. Yeah, he's saying that this is the reason that white supremacists like Ben Shapiro is because he says the same exact shit. He does, you know, except for the Jewish part, everything else he says is pretty close to the same rhetoric. So very easy to understand why they like him. Sidejects, $10. Thank you, Sidejects. Appreciate that. Very kind. D-Dog, $2,015, $5. Fun fact, the term Tory, nicknamed for the conservative party, comes from the Irish word meaning bandit. Did not know that? That's an interesting factoid. Thank you for that. More Super Chats, please. No questions dodged. Lifeblood of the show, all that, blah, blah, blah. You know how it works, so hit me up on Super Chat. Now we're going to watch all these videos. Look at this, man. I got a whole bunch of fucking videos to watch today. I didn't think I was going to have very many. I was like, I don't have very many videos. I went and looked to see how many I bookmarked, and it was a shit ton. So let's go ahead and get started. We're not going to watch, like, these full videos, but this motherfucker, I don't know what the hell is going on here. Like, I can only assume that this guy is trying to act crazy to intimidate this other guy here. Because um, that's what guys do sometimes when they, like, want to make sure that guy doesn't fuck with them. They're like, I'll just act as insane as I can. And that guy be like, holy shit, that motherfucker is crazy as hell. I ain't going to mess with him. And so that's the only way I can uh, explain his actions here. Because he is literally punching an SUV with his fist and knocking parts off of it. I guess that was a part of the SUV. He's like, come on, motherfucker. Come on. And that goes like, uh, no, dude. I ain't get out of my car. You crazy as fuck. You just punched my SUV for no fucking reason. And now watch him. He's going to get even more crazy. He's like, yep. And then, what are you doing? Throwing my dick against your car. 
I don't think your junk is that big, dude. You ain't gonna fucking hurt that car. But, uh, then he, like, walks away calmly. Hmm, I'm not insane. I'm not a crazy nutty person. Uh, yeah, dude, you, you a little bit nutty. And then he's back at it. I guess this is, uh, rewound a little bit, showing you he's punching the car again. But he keeps running back over there and throwing himself against the car, so... Crazy motherfucker. I don't know how to explain that. Uh, like I said, I guess he was just trying to act insane so the guy wouldn't fuck with him. And it worked. I wouldn't fucking work with him. Or fuck with him, rather. And uh, what happens when a barge breaks away, has no uh, locomotion, and is headed right towards this dam, right? This fucking dam holding all the water back. And this barge had it right fucking toward it. Going to smash right into it. So what the fuck happens? What's going to happen when this barge smashes right into this fucking dam, right? Uh, here it goes, boom, it hit the dam, and, uh, nothing, nothing happened, it just hits the dam, and the dam is big, it's a giant fucking dam, right, and it's well built, so it didn't even get hurt a little bit, not even fucking budged, like, nothing happened at all, so that's the answer to that question, sort of a letdown, I mean, I guess it's good that lots of people didn't fucking die and shit, but, uh, what happened to it, oh, it went under, yeah, the whole thing sunk, and it went under, that's what happened to it, which is interesting, I guess, but, uh, anyway, that answers that age-old question, right? Cool. Cool, cool, cool. And, uh... What often fascinates people is whether bodybuilders can fight. This, uh, yeah, this video is looking at whether having tons of muscle actually helps you in fight or, fights or not. And this is actually kind of interesting, I think, interesting take. And also helps explain the, the transgender issue. Because uh, people think that transgender people are obviously bigger and stronger. And so that helps them. But I think, uh, this, uh, this video i guess more of a documentary type thing it kind of looks into it and what they found is is that muscle only helps you this guy's slapping the piss out of this other guy watch smack you fucking bully what an asshole but it, it kind of shows you that after a, a certain level your muscle actually makes it more difficult for you to fight being leaner and smaller is actually better for you and uh that may have something to do with why we don't actually see transgender women dominating female sports like they, they, these people are claiming that they are but they're not there's no transgender people that are dominating any female sports at all it, you would ex they're actually underrepresented if you actually look into it how many trans champions there are there's none except for the, well i guess there's one over 35 cyclist trans champion but besides that there are no trans champions that have world records no trans people that have set any kind of uh olympic gold medal records they don't have any Olympic medals at all, not even bronze. I don't think there's ever been a trans person that's even competed in the Olympics. None have ever made it before. So they don't dominate, and it's possible, like they have to do studies on this, but it's possible, like this documentary is showing here, um, that when you have like a bigger frame and then you take HRT, which lowers your white blood cell count and uh, makes you have a uh, white blood cell count near what a regular cis woman does, you still have that big, more muscular frame, but you have less fuel to uh, fuel it, right? And uh, so that might explain why, even though they're, they're of bigger size, they are not dominating the sports. Anyway, so this basically shows how having all that muscle doesn't actually help, how smaller competitors actually uh, compete a lot better in fighting than large muscle dudes. And the muscles have a uh, diminishing returns. So I thought that was an interesting video. I won't really play the whole thing, but just wanted to comment on it. And uh, here's some crazy motherfuckers. I first watched this video. I watched the beginning of it, and I, I'm Southern, right? I'm Southern as shit. And I still thought these guys were speaking a different language. Even I didn't recognize that they're actually speaking English with a Southern uh, d dialect. So let's listen. Know that. So go. Go. Let's 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 go.
when I hit you, it's gonna hurt you. That's what you know that. So if you got a problem with it, I fixed your bike. Like I said, I would. I've been on the damn thing. You got to weave the chain in between. That's I bought that chain from that. It was my chain. You could have told me. It was me. Max. Hey, Max said it was, it was his. on my bike. Max said it was his. Cause you you could have waited. Did you not tell me you can bring me a chain? Did no, you not? I didn't say that. Dude, you said you could bring me a chain. <laughs> I didn't I'm say that. Yeah, you did. Because you promised me a new chain, a wheel, that's it. Same right here. What you got from it? Here it is. Place it. Place it. Place it. You got a problem? What is that? You got a problem? Do something. There you go. I'm standing right here. Do something. Man, come here and say you're mad and this and that. That's what's the first time I heard. I don't want to get a wheel so I can fix it for you. You could have fixed it before I got to go. Go ahead, fix it. There it is. I had to be taking people's shit. Okay, I'm going to say the same thing to you. So you got a problem? What? It's here about it to get real. Here it is. You got a problem? Here it is. If you don't, shut your goddamn mouth and go on. Oh, shit. I don't have to show my mouth. Then do something, man, nigga. You do something. Oh. Ooh, ooh. Yeah, Get it out. Watch out, baby love. Baby love. Baby love. Baby love. Baby love. Ooh. 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 You bitch. You punch like a little bitch. Oh, baby. He's biting me face. Oh, he's biting me. Hey. Some hardcore shit there. You bite, motherfucker. That's against that rules. Come on. That's a man laws you break. Chill. He's got Motherfucker. Y'all hit me, I'm jacking shit. I don't give a fuck. fuck hit his ass again, nigga. You beat your shit, nigga. Hit his ass. What is it with low rent white people that like to say the N-word? They just love to say that, don't they? It's just ridiculous. It's really it's really a low rent. It makes you just sound like you're a lower class type of person, in my opinion. But it happens a lot in these videos. I'm about to show some more examples of this. Oh, fuck that shit, Zach. That nigga just bitch you, nigga. Beat his motherfucking ass, nigga. Fuck all that. Hit his ass, he bitch. You sounds so stupid saying that, you white motherfuckers. Just quit. You nigga, nigga. He just bitch you, nigga. What the fuck? Mm. Mm. Get his ass, Zach. Get his ass. That nigga, man, get his ass, Zach. Oh, shit. Don't let him get you on the ground, homie. Beat his ass, bro. Watch out, baby love. Watch out. Beat his ass, fuck all that. He hit you in your motherfucking he bitch, you nigga. Fuck all that, he bitch, you nigga. Man, come on. Man. Beat his ass. No, fuck that. That nigga bitch you. That nigga bitch you. Hit his ass again, nigga. I thought you were about his ass again, were you, nigga? The fuck wrong with you, boy? Fucking bought that nigga. Fuck wrong with you, hit kick his ass. Fuck wrong with you, boy? He's 17. That guy's had enough. He's like, nope, I'm going in. Fuck this. Yeah, you bit it, motherfucker. You cheating bitch. Yeah, next up, this is why you don't fuck with bouncers, man. Bouncers are big as shit, man. Just leave the fucking bouncers alone. This bouncer owns the guy and then just drags him over to the fucking cops. First knocks his ass down and then just drags him like he's a fucking rag doll over the cops. Throws him up on the curb. Look at this guy. Look how big that guy is. He's like, nope, you humiliated me with my pants around my fucking ankles. I got to get my kid back. And that guy's like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Just shows him away. And he's like, no, man, I got to get my get back. I'm humiliated. I'm a man. And that guy's like, dude, seriously. And he's like, no. Going to try to grab him and swing out. The guy knees him in the face and picks him up on the shoulder. Like, literally goes and just dumps him in front of the police. Takes out the trash. Handle this for me. Boom. Taking out the trash. And, yep, now you're arrested, dude. You got punked by the fucking security guards and now you got punked by the police. Don't drink, folks. And uh, it's a crazy-ass story. So, uh, there's a Little Caesars guy. This guy worked at Little Caesars, right? And he's, uh, I guess I'll go ahead and play it. And uh, he's closing up for the night. 
locking the door behind him as he's leaving. And just out of fucking nowhere, this guy runs up to him with a fucking stick and starts beating him with a fucking stick out of nowhere. This guy walking out in front of his store with the stick. Don't know this guy from Adam. And uh, just an unprovoked attack out of fucking nowhere, right? Oh, yeah, the guy was wearing this mask, too. He was wearing a demon mask to make the shit even scarier. So here's the footage. He steps out, and the guy just immediately starts fucking whacking him, right? Like, holy shit. So, and then you see the bullet come through the door. So the, the guy, the worker, pulls out his gun because he's armed and shoots the fucking guy in the devil mask and kills him. So that's a crazy-ass thing. You can see the bullet coming through. So, yeah, don't wear a demon mask and randomly attack people as they're leaving their stores. Like, what the fuck? That's just craziness. This guy asking it. I'm, I'm sure he didn't expect that guy to have a fucking gun. But he got the surprise of his death. Not the surprise of his life, the surprise of his death. Uh, he is very dead right now. So, uh... And here's another embarrassing fight. Oh, my God, this is so embarrassing. I asked you for a cheeseburger! I'm sorry, what do you mean? All right, look. If you're a chubby guy and you're, like, small chubby guy... Don't fucking pretend like you're a badass and you can fight. Just don't, man. I never fucking walk around and pretend like I'm a goddamn badass and whoop somebody's ass because, like, I probably can't. Probably get my ass whooped by most women. Like, I don't even pretend to be hard, dude. Why are you pretending to be hard? And this is fucking embarrassing. So this guy's going to fucking freak out. Watch him. I asked you for a cheeseburger. And I you want to strike me? I asked you to strike me? I asked you to You want to strike me? Don't strike me. I like his friend. His friend's embarrassed as fuck. And his friend's like, dude, I'm gonna leave you if you don't quit. I'm leaving you here. I brought your ass here and I'm leaving. All right, fuck it. I'm leaving. I'm giving you a three count. If you don't come with me, I'm leaving. So his friend basically bails on him. His friend's like, I'm embarrassed by you. You're a fucking jerk. I don't want to be your friend anymore. And fucking leaves his ass here. That's what a piece of shit this guy is. So he basically just loses the only friend he has that is there with him. Walks out. And kudos for that guy for immediately recognizing what a piece of shit his friend is and not wanting to be anywhere near him and abandoning him. So then he starts screaming at the patrons of the Carl's Jr. for no reason. I hope your ass, even though you're sitting there minding your own business, I'm a man. I'm tough as fuck. Just look how muscular I am. No, Doughboy. I'll whoop all of y'all. So that guy's basically just clowning him. I'm a cheeseburger and it's good, motherfucker. I'm enjoying my cheeseburger. So anyway, he kept messing with this guy and uh, keeps like stepping up on people. He's about to leave the door, but then the guy's like, You fucking with the wrong motherfucker now. You fucking with the wrong motherfucker. I'll whoop you in this restaurant. I'm such a badass. Don't fuck with me. And then look, he's gonna get over there, and that guy's gonna be like, Nope, I've had enough of you. Look, look, got his ass down, got his ass showing, got his whole ass out. You fat motherfucker, you chubby ass. Look, got your ass out. Oh my god. And then he gets taken down, and like, his whole pants are down now. And so he gotta worry about pulling his pants up instead of like defending the takedown. So he gets taken down all the way to his back because he gotta pull his pants up now. His dick is hanging out. Yeah, put your pants up, fatty. Now you, now you got your head a fucking head like you on top of you. Got your gut hanging out. You're not so tough anymore, are you? And nope, he's taking the back. He's taking the back, but nope, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. The guy immediately gets out of it. And he's going to get you in a, uh, a Kimura lock, it looks like. 
And so basically, he just Kamora likes the guy, and he stands there. And I love it. I love it. He's got the guy in like a key lock, right? And everybody's sitting there laughing at him, and they're going to turn the camera to these two Mexican guys, and they're like laughing their ass off. They're like, only in America. This is what we fought to come here for. This is the American dream. We're living right now. America. America. <laughs> <laughs> to you, America. To you. That's what it's all about, motherfuckers. Got to see a guy's whole fucking ass in Carl's Jr. And he's like, dude, you're going to calm down? Look, you're still going to punch at him. You embarrass me, so I got to get my get back. I'm a man. Like, no, dude. You're in the crucifix now. You ain't doing shit. You have just written a check. Your ass is not cashing. Or maybe your ass is cashing. I don't know. Anyway, basically, the guy just hoes in there, too. People come. But embarrassing as fuck. This is why you shouldn't fight. This is why you shouldn't act tough. Um, just ridiculous. And, uh... This is a, this, oh man, I'm, this makes me so glad I don't have children, because I'm like 44, I guess if I would have had a kid around uh, 20, my kid would be like 24 right now, which would be fucking awful, uh, and this also, like, I don't believe for the most part in cultural appropriation generally, but this sort of is, to me, a cultural appropriation. Here's a white kid from the suburbs acting ghetto, and it's so embarrassing, man, you are not hard, you are not ghetto, you have not experienced the black experience, so pretending you're black is just sad and pathetic to me. Um, but can you imagine the privileged life you would have to lead to act this way because your dad won't let you have his truck to go out? And so this is the tantrum you throw like you're a hardened gangster. I'm acting crazy. He's just a bitch. You ain't taking shit, nigga. I told you that. Fuck oh, ass, nigga. Fuck ass, nigga. Fuck you. Such low class. You're white and you live in the suburbs. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. <laughs> His brother fucking clouded on him. You're white and you live in the suburbs. Why are you acting like that? I don't give a fuck. We're sad. Such a You're so fucking pussy, bro. So fucking pussy. Pussy motherfucker. Pussy motherfucker. With your broke ass self and your broke ass, ugly ass, bitch ass girlfriend of yours. Who's a fucking worthless fuck who has no fucking job? She's leeching off of you because you're a fucking dumbass. You, you're a fucking dumbass. That's fucking straight facts, nigga. Fuck you and fuck you. I'm gonna beat your fucking ass. Susie turns that fucking camera off. <laughs> fucking simple. I'm waiting on you, pussy. Man, you know his dad is wishing he would have had a fucking abortion or worn a condom or something. Like, what a fucking nightmare having this kind of entitled baby as your son. Who's living in your house, you're probably working your ass off, paying all the bills for, and this is how you get treated because you won't lend him your truck. Like, fuck everything about this. You ain't taking shit! I told you that shit! From the fucking get-go! Let me take a shower. Fuck you! Anyway, he just yells at him. Dumb as fuck! God damn it! Fuck you, pathetic! Fuck you! Fuck you! Don't touch the shit. You hear me? Don't touch it! Dan, turn the camera on. It's been on. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? Throw anything again. Anyway, that kid's having a fucking tantrum, and it's embarrassing as fuck to watch. You're not ghetto. You're not hard. Fuck everything about that. And, uh, oh man. I don't know if you guys remember this story or not, but this is fucking depressing. I guess, first of all, I have to, uh, 
set this up with the with the actual article on it. But you guys are familiar with that show, The Daily Shoah? Um, basically, Daily Shoah means uh, Daily Holocaust, and it's a white supremacist show where they. Let's see, where the heck is it? God damn it, where is it? Oh, I had it here. It, the Daily Show basically means the Daily Holocaust, and it's uh, making fun of. Oh, shit. I'm going to have to go look it up. I guess I didn't bookmark it. Anyway, uh, Daily Show means the Daily Holocaust, and it's a white supremacist show, a really popular white supremacist show. And uh, one of their hosts is uh, an EMT. And uh, on this show, The Daily Show, uh, he, uh, let's see if I can find it, which article I was reading. I guess probably any of this will work. Um, he plays a character, and his character basically makes fun of black people. He plays a character, quote unquote. His character is a doctor or a, a medical professional who tortures black people and goes around and talks bad about black people, makes fun of black people. He's basically making fun of the people that he treats as an EMT. Um, so he got fired for it. Uh, Alex McNabb, a prominent white supremacist podcaster, has been fired from his job as an emergency medical technician in northwestern Virginia, according to reports from multiple local media outlets. His termination comes three months after a HuffPo re report exposed McNabb's racist diatribes on the white supremacist podcast The Daily Showa. Uh, the Jeb Stewart Volunteer Rescue Squad in Patrick County, Virginia, voted unanimously Sunday to terminate McNabb, according to the news station WSLS. McNabb, who was working a paid part-time position for the Rescue Squad, had been suspended pending the con conclusion of a Virginia State Health Department investigation into his work as an EMT last month. That investigation cleared him of any wrongdoing. But according to Ren Williams, an attorney for the Jeb Stewart Volunteer Rescue Squad, it was important to fire McNabb anyway. It is our job to look out for the members of our community, and we were never want and we never wanted a member of our community to think that they might be mistreated or discriminated against. Yeah, so uh, I'll read you what this guy was doing. McCab, McNabb has been a regular co-host of over 130 episodes of The Daily Showa. The podcast title makes mocking reference to the genocide of 6 million Jews in World War II. Showa means calamity in Hebrew and typically refers to the Holocaust. On the podcast, which has featured prominent white supremacist guests, including Richard Spencer and Andrew Anglin, McNabb frequently assumes a persona he's named Dr. Narkin. As Dr. Narkin, McNabb tells his co-host stories about being an EMT, referring to black patients as din dindus, a deeply racist slur, and comparing them to animals. It's hard to find a dindu vein anyway because they're black. Basically, he's talking about how hard it is to find black people's veins when you're an EMT uh, because they're black and you can't find them. McNabb maintains that his Dr. Narkin character is a work of fiction. In one of the most disturbing Dr. Narkin segment, McNabb recounts dealing with an unruly young African-American male child running around an emergency room. As it turned out, this young African-American male was there to get blood drawn. So guess who volunteered to take his blood, he told his co-host. Dr. Narkin enjoyed great immense satisfaction, satisf satisfaction as he terrorized this young this youngster with a needle and stabbed him thusly in the arm with a large gauge four catheter. So basically he's bragging about torturing a black child in his job as an EMT on his white supremacist talk show. Medical experts told HuffPost that large gauge needles should never be used on young children. So just basically this piece of shit who's gone on a white supremacist show joking, quote unquote, I guess he was joking, about torturing black children, and he got fired for it. So anyway, they had a, uh, a hearing, 
to determine where he's going to be fired for. And there was a councilman that basically just let him fucking have it. And we're not going to play the whole thing, but we're going to, I'm going to play a little bit of it and show this guy's reaction. This guy's basically like, hey, it's all jokes, man. You shouldn't be able to fire me for making jokes about torturing black people who were in my care because it's all jokes. Freedom of speech, right? I should be able to say whatever. But no, dude, you, you can't do Like, seriously, what the fuck? These guys are such pieces of fucking shit, man. Well, let's listen a little bit. What was in the Huffington Post? Amen. And I want you to tell me. I want you to tell me. All right. Is this wrong? Is there something factually incorrect? Your show is called The Daily Show Up, a popular neo-Nazi podcast. On the show, you regularly tell stories about being an EMT often referring to your patients by racial slurs and comparing black patients to animals. Is that not a true statement? Okay, let me clarify that. That's a fictional character. None of those stories and nothing in there in any way represents reality. It's all made up. I'm not racist. It's just joke, bro. It's just jokes, bro. And that's what they do, right? Real racist. They actual racist hide behind it's just jokes, bro. And other people who don't really think they're racist, who also make racist jokes, they hide behind you because you guys all support them. You're like, you guys think everybody's racist. We're allowed to make racist jokes, but no, these motherfuckers are actually racist. He's actually one of the leaders of a white supremacist podcast making jokes about torturing black people. That's racist as fuck, dude. You can't just use it's all jokes as an excuse. We see right fucking through that, you goddamn piece of human excrement. But it's made up in your mind. No, it's made up. To Where's it made up? It, it's, a, it's a segment, and you can tell by the music, the sound effects, and the fact it's used as a commercial break. We also have another segment called the Merchant Minute, which also features very edgy shock comedy, and that is also very clearly made up. I don't find anything entertaining, comedy, or, well, it, or it doesn't funny matter about it. what you find entertaining. Yes, it does. Audience yes, it does. Funny. No, it doesn't. This does. It does because they're the ones voting to fire you, so it kind of matters a little bit. The audience thinks it's funny. Okay. Did you say the heat brings out the wild and the dindu, or dindu is a racial slur for black people? Did you say that? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Oh, wow. Did you say as I'm winter sorry. approaches, as winter approaches, you, hey, I got the floor, buddy. Go ahead, get mad, dude. As winter approaches, the animals go into hibernation and the ridiculousness of the 911 calls goes down. Right now, people are laughing right now at this somewhere. Yeah, I don't see them. Yeah, piece of shit. It's might be laughing. They're mostly laughing at you, thinking this is appropriate, thinking as an EMT person who handles black people all the time, that you should go on a white supremacist show and make jokes about them being animals. It's just... You will. I've got a much bigger audience than you. I ran rescue around here for over 10 years. I took it very seriously. Everyone that I ran rescue squad with was a compassionate, caring human being. Some of the best people I ever ran with, you have sullied. You have sullied that reputation. I have never mistreated a patient in my entire career. I made that abundant. McNabb, did you not say that you referenced an apartment complex, which I understand is Cedar Square, that houses people from all over Africa and West Africa? Did you say that? He said emergency workers called it Ebola Alley. Did you say that? That's not did a Did you say that you then called a black woman a Dedwisha? and compared her to a shaved Harambe, which was a gorilla, a famous gorilla, which I treated as a patient. He called her Harambe, called her a gorilla, basically. Let me tell you, that gorilla had a sense of who she was. Come on, tell it. And a sense of dignity, I may also add. 
It's hard to find a Dindu vein anyway because they're black. Did you say that? Yeah, it's in my show. Do you know how many black veins I have hit personally in my career? Many. They are not any more difficult how to find than white veins. How many cats? I was I was in rescue and I worked in East Africa in medical research. I hit a lot of veins. Did you get attacked by any alligators? You weren't there. Yes. I've been attacked by alligators. I've been charged by elephants. And I've put up with a lot worse than Now that you've clarified that that's a comedy routine and that it's a That there was an unruly young African-American male child running around and your... Uh, whatever you call it, Dr. Narcan, terrorized that youngster with a needle and stabbed him in the arm using an improper needle size. Did you say that? Did you make that up? Do you think that's funny? I think it's funny. I think it's funny. I think it's funny torturing black children. That's hilarious, isn't it? I'm not a piece of shit. Don't fire me. God damn, dude. Like, you are... Like, it's hard to believe these people exist, but you know, that's what we're de- dealing with, folks. This is what the It's Just Jokes crowd has brought us. This is what toxic troll culture has brought us. Oh, my audience thinks And to even have a thought they, they like that. They don't think you're funny, though. They don't think you're funny at all. To even have a thought like that is repugnant. Sure you're talking about torturing children who are in your care. It's free speech, buddy. It's free speech. It is free speech. You're, not you're in the back. You're not in the back of an ambulance. No not one. where you are placed in charge. Not where you when, have when the ability duty, to actually torture people well, like this. You shouldn't torture children. I, like, I'm a professional. No, dude. No fucking professional would talk about their patients like this. No, even as a joke. Nobody would fucking do this if they're a professional. You're not a professional. You're a fucking joke, dude. You're fucking just a, a piece of shit joke. Never you shouldn't think about torturing children. Amen. I've done comedy routines. This which, is not I'm comedy. Sorry, I'm sorry that you don't think that's comedy, but my no, audience. No, this is comedy. racism. Sure this is yeah. unadulterated well, racism speech, and it's Nazism. Yeah. Yet you do. I'm, free speech has nothing to do with racism. Like, you can be a racist and still have free speech, dude. Both these things are not mutually exclusive. What are you talking about? Not, not a Nazi. Not in, not, the Nazi. Back, not in the back of an ambulance. Well, and if that, you're that, not that a Nazi, impressive. you certainly subscribe to many of their views. Why, why don't you not dictate to me what my views are? You can start there. Well, I'm tr- He's reading to you what you're saying, so these are clearly your views. You think this stuff is at least worthy of being joked, quote-unquote, about. So those are your views, motherfucker. Trying to find out if you have any... Well, so you're going to read through what, what a self-post smear piece says to find out about my views? I mean, you can tune into my show anytime. You can tune in any... We, we air Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Feel free to tune in. Uh, TheRightStuff.biz. Check it out. I just hey, don't maybe, think you should maybe, be... You don't have a sense of humor. I don't so you think you should like be it. in the back of an angel. Shut up. I've got I'm a professional. That's it. That's it. That's right. Now, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you that I ran rescue for all those years with a lot of people. No, I've got to tell this. Never once did I hear anybody say, I saved the life. The system saves the life, not you. And the system doesn't need you. No, it sure doesn't. Sha na na na. You suck big dicks. Get the fuck out. Bye-bye. What a dickhead. So that's uh, McNabb. If you guys want to shit on that dude, please do it, because what a goddamn loser that motherfucker is. Anyway, that's the Daily Show. That's the show that uh, Andy Warsky went on, and they were like, we're against miscegenation. Is that how you pronounce it? Miscegenation. I think I pronounced that. 
correctly, miscegenation. It's a hard word, but anyway. And he's like, I agree with you guys that I'm against miscegenation too. And then later he was like, I only said that I agree with them because I didn't know what that word meant. And it means uh, the interbreeding of people considered to be of different racial types. And so good old Andy Warski going on a white supremacist show agreeing with him about uh, mixing races or not mixing races because he doesn't understand what words mean. Low IQ Andy. It's just hilarious. Anyway, back to the video segment. Did I shut that shit? God damn it, Dusty. Oh, here it is. No, I didn't. All right. Here's a few dash cam fails. And look, I love this guy. Why do these guys always look like this? They always look so similar. Like these guys, these... I don't know if he's got a Trump supporter, but I'm gonna, I would bet a million dollars this guy is a Trump supporter. But guys, I think they're so tough and like to call other words gay slurs. They always look like this and act like this. And they think they're so fucking badass. It's like, it's cringe. Badass cocksucker. You're a queer. You're a fucking queer. Look at you. Turn it around so you can see yourself. You're getting a good laugh. What you learn how to drive, by the way? Like everybody else, you gotta cut in front of everybody, right? Because you got a BMW and you're better than everybody else. But I would kick you in the kidneys till they turn to pudding. What do you think about that? What are you gonna do with that video, dickhead? Show it to your queer friends tonight? Over the barrel, huh? Bye, Bruce. That guy wants dick so bad, man. He just wants to be anally penetrated worse than anything. He cannot take it. He cannot fucking stand the urges he has, so he has to lash out and project on everybody else, pretend like he's a big, tough guy that hates gay people. But we see right through you, dude. Just suck a dick, man. Just suck it. It's okay. It ain't gonna hurt you. Just make love to it with your mouth. Run your tongue all over it. Get that jizz out on your beard, dude. You'll love it. Seriously. This one's crazy. I got it's like road rage. He bumps her and then or bumps them and gets them going. And he's still going. He ain't hitting the brakes or nothing. He's like just dragging them down the fucking road. That's some crazy ass shit, yo. Road rage. I guess he's finally slowing down a little bit because what the fuck? And, uh, ooh, blown tire or something. Anyway, that's all of that. I just wanted to show you the first guy because he was fucking annoying as fuck. I don't guess there's anything in this video I want to show too much. Um, let's move along. And here's people who fake injuries. Oh my God, I hate these people, right? Fucking fakers. This first guy's really You don't bad. want to be on camera. Oh, I don't mind being on camera. I'm sure you don't, you pervert. Step away. Step away. Oh, 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 oh! I'm good! Oh, oh, oh! God, you fucking lying asshole. I know, come on. Crying like you got stabbed. And of course... Soccer, they do this all the time. Soccer, they flop everywhere in soccer. Oh my god, you touched my ear. Oh my god, he ripped my ear off. And this person <laughs> obviously doesn't know that the camera is on. Let me just run up and jump on your fucking car. Dude, that ain't fucking working. I have a camera. We have you recorded, you lying sack of shit. Nope, get your ass up, man. We have you on camera. We know what you're doing. And this guy's just half assed it. He just barely, he's barely, oh, lawsuit. Now I'm going to sue you. Give me money. I'm like, no, dude. I have a camera. You ain't suing shit. I'm sure that's Russia. Russia have a big, a bad problem with that. Why are you on the phone lying? Anyway, that's all I'm going to show of that video. Let's move along. And uh, okay, here's a video of frauds being caught live on television. These ones, I first, these people, I guess they're psychics on the Ricky Lake show. 
So they're not very good at sight. If Hillary runs for president, she will become president. She'll win if she runs. Yeah. He can't Wrong. cure cancer, would never disagree with a doctor's diagnosis, and would never charge a client more than $70. Explain that. I have no comment on it. Anthony ended the interview. Is this all about helping people or about taking people's money? Have a nice day. He could only hold back his temper for so long. No, you're a son of a businesses. Anthony put what he called a gypsy curse on me and said, you're going to die. I'm on the sidewalk. out of my business. He got fucking caught. Now he's all pissed off. Can't hold his emotions. He knows he's going to be a fucking laughing stock. And so he don't know how to fucking handle it. That's what you get, man. That's what you get for being a lying fucking con artist. Fuck you. Where that his dad had died before you did this reading. I think, he, I think earlier in the, in the day he had said something. He knew that he had a dead relative and he knew it was the dad. Okay. So that's not some energy coming through. That's something you knew going in. You knew his name was Tony, and you knew that his dad had died, and you knew he was in the room, right? That yeah, that's a whole you. lot of thinking you got me doing that, like I said. <laughs> that's a whole lot of thinking you got me doing there. No, dude, they're just calling you out because you're a bullshit fraudster, right? Con artist. See right there, yeah. And, uh, Gary, I just want you to. Gary Coleman used to be one of my favorite record. actors. Like, growing up, man, Gary Coleman was the goddamn shit. Love fucking Gary Coleman. And this is, I think he's dead now. Pretty sure Gary Coleman's dead. But back when he was alive, apparently he domestically abused his girlfriend. And he got asked about it live on Inside Edition and he did not take it well. So let's have a look at his not taking this question very well. Very easy answer to, a uh, very easy question to answer, but, uh, he failed miserably. Right here, just point blank. Do you have a volatile relationship with your wife? Have you ever physically. No, I don't have I don't have a volatile relationship with anybody. You know, if 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 we have our discussion, and uh, like most of the time, the men lose. You know, if I lose or she loses, she goes that way, I go that way. But she went not just this way. She called the police and said that you had assaulted her. Gary's mugshot arrested and booked last month. Gary joined the panel to tell his side of the story. But watch when he and guest panelist, attorney Lisa Bloom, go at it. You know what? If people would want to believe that I assault my wife at four foot seven and she's five foot six, then they can believe that all day long. I don't care. Well, why don't you flat out deny it then, right here? Because otherwise everyone's going to look at this and say he's waffling around and he probably did it. I don't waffle. There is no abuse that goes on in my house. I don't waffle. Now, if people believe that I'm waffling, then they can go... Do what they Did need you to abuse do. your wife? Did you abuse her? Did you lay your hand and on you her? And you know what? You can go to the same place. Did you lay you your hands on your wife, Gary Coleman? Because she and says you did. yourself in the ocean. She says you did. You know what? I have this on my head because I fell down the stairs. I don't want people thinking that my wife is abusing Why me. Why don't you want to answer the question about whether you abused because your you wife? Go and yourself. everything else. Pardon me? You can go yourself. Really? And quit asking me. Is that me. the way you talk to your wife? Yes, I have to, if I need to, but I don't. And I don't know you, and I don't care about and you. And is this the kind of your anger life that leads to your physical assault? It matter to me. Let me tell you so what I'm going to ask you to do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Or get Listen. hit by a bus tonight. Hey, hey, I'm hey. not going to care because she's pushing my buttons, and I don't like her now. And the next thing Why I'm going to do tonight? is leave. So f*** all of you. Gary, come back. No, f*** you. Just answer the question, dude. Just like, no, of course I never abused my wife. What are you talking about? Why did you even go on the show if you knew you knew they were going to ask you that question? Like, why fucking run from it, dude? I know, I know I'm talking to a dead man, so. Rest in peace, Gary Coleman. You used to love the shit out of you when you was a kid, dude.
And uh, you guys remember this story? This story went viral uh, not too long ago. This kid made his own drum set, and this kid is a fucking badass. Take a look at this. this video would not get fucking copyrighted because I played that fucking song. It probably goddamn will, though. I probably have to take it down and edit this goddamn shit out and re-put it up there. Fuck YouTube. Anyway, badass little kid, and the story had a happy ending. Uh, this video went viral, and people actually bought him a kick-ass drum set. So he now has this real full rock band drum set, like he's a professional now. So you go, kid. Very ingenious. And also, this is interesting because it shows you how all over the world... The American brand has infected everybody. You know, America is considered really cool everywhere. Our, we have, like, some of the best branding in the world because of Hollywood and our music industry. It's uh, love worldwide, and that's a big part of the reason that people all over the country want to come to America because of our branding. Got to love it. Awesome brand America has. And uh, here's a crazy-ass story. So this guy came in to rob this store, but you ain't robbing this motherfucker. Okay, he got a machete. How a daring so, robbery. Yeah, this guy gonna come in with a fucking uh, knife and think you gonna rob this guy? Uh, that's not a knife. That's a knife. Gas station, and the clerk made for a surprising turn of events. It happened early Saturday at a Conoco on Pulaski Pike. According to police, Seth Holcomb walked up to the counter to make a purchase. He leaves the store, then comes back in as if to make a second purchase. That's when he pulled out a knife at the counter. What he didn't expect was that the clerk would pull out a machete of his own. Yep. Holcomb tries to run away at that point, but the clerk remotely locks the door. Oh, shit. That's when a full-on knife Getting fight real. broke knife out, fight. tearing up the store. Mm. Holcomb eventually escaped the store by throwing something through the window. Yep. Get away from the clerk Get the chased him outside. That That's when the second suspect comes into play. Laney Nicholson was waiting outside the store near the suspect's car. car. She allegedly also pulled out a knife when the clerk chased the first suspect out <laughs> and also started fighting with the clerk. Crazy. Holcomb ran back inside the store and took the cash drawer out of the register. Caught you but slipping. the clerk didn't make the suspects get away easy, pounding on their car with his machete. He told police that he wanted to leave enough marks on the vehicle so that they could easily recognize it. A dangerous chain of events, <laughs> cameras Ooh, documenting the whole thing. Stand a back. clerk who did what he could to defend the business and himself. And I don't know if they called these people or not. It doesn't say, and I did not research it. So if anybody knows they called these motherfuckers, let me know. But that's some crazy ass shit. Definitely fucked up their car. Don't know if they took more money from the uh, register than the car needed in repairs. I doubt it very much, but that's what you get. Fucking thieving shit. And, uh, Say that like, again. It's crazy. You're better yeah. So this trooper fuck, fucking literally pulled this trucker over and is giving him a ticket because his bed is not made. Those of you don't know, in the back of trucks, they have like a little sleeping area. And apparently there's a fucking law that your bed has to be made or you get a ticket. What the be fuck? Made by law. Hey, sir, go ahead and take your, your book back. Say, say that again. Take your book back. I'll provide you with the information on it. Don't worry. And you're going to write me up on that too, ain't you? 
I need to see your uh, registration. You, get, you got my, you took my book with you. Okay, your insurance card knows well. Well, I'm working on it. Yes, sir. Anyway, he gives him all the information he shows. Better not be made up. The reason he's getting a ticket. Right now, it's because it's fucking bad as I made. My bed not being made. Un freaking believable. <sighs> I mean, that cop, wow. what an asshole. He's just bored. Just trying to find somebody to pick on. Like, of all the things you could be policing about, of all the fucking criminals you could be out there arresting, you're fucking with a guy because he didn't make his bed. This guy must be a fucking Jordan Peterson fan. That's all I know. Fuck you, Jordan Peterson. This is a crazy story right here, right? So, uh, yeah, this guy comes into this guy's service station and steals some shit. And uh, the guy just walks out to the guy's car and guns him down. So what do you guys think? Is that an appropriate reaction from, from somebody stealing beer from your store? Is to walk outside and shoot him in the fucking face with a gun? I don't know about that. That's some hardcore shit right there. Boom, walk up, boom, boom. And, yep, the guy drove a little bit and then crashed his car because he did. In critical condition with severe gunshot rooms. Yeah, no shit. You walked up and murdered him point blank. So anyway, what do you guys think? Is that, or maybe he's not. I guess the guy didn't die because it said attempted murder. So I guess he didn't kill him. Um, so what do you guys think? Is, this, uh, is that proper behavior? Should you walk up and shoot somebody in the face for stealing beer from your store? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. And uh, this is kind of depressing. This happens to everybody. This is going to happen to all of us. And to some of us, it's a little worse than others. Like, I think I'm aging okay. Like, for 44, like, if I was, like, 20 and I saw myself now, I'd be like, eh, okay, I see it. Like, it could be better, but it could definitely be worse. But some people, like, just like uh, Russell Crowe, Russell Crowe just enjoying his life. <laughs> Fucking enjoying. He's like, nope, I I'm rich and famous now. I'm going to enjoy some Big Macs and uh, fuck all y'all. And he just kind of letting himself go a bit. But that's okay. I understand that. Like, I every day I think about getting fat again. I'm like, man, I love cheesecake. Shit, I love shakes. I love fucking all kinds of sweets and fattening food, taco salad every day. I'm just going to get fat, um, but I don't do it because then I have to do the show, and then I'll feel bad looking at myself on the show. But, yeah, uh, Val Kilmer let himself go. But, you know, time waits for no man, right? Everybody ages. This is going to happen to all of us. This is my future. And Macaulay Culkin, I don't know what happened to Macaulay Culkin. He looks methed out. I don't know if he took all that fucking Home Alone money and just did a bunch of drugs and shit, but... uh yeah, man, it, it kind of rough. And, uh, yeah, that's the chick that was on Top Gun. But, yeah, that was like, she was like at 40 when she was on Top Gun, and that was like 30 years ago, so she's like 70. So, I mean, that's to be expected when you're 70. You're going to let yourself go a bit and not be the same as you were when you're 40, a 40-year-old actress. So I wouldn't shit on her too much for that. But this guy, Edward Furlong, remember that guy from Terminator? Like, yeah, we all let ourselves go a bit. But this dude, dude, like this body, this body shape you got going on right now, like this is not acceptable. Like, I don't want to body shame or anything, but I don't know, dude. You got to work out a little bit and, like, handle, I don't know. It's just a weird shape. I don't, I'm body shaming. I guess I shouldn't do that. I guess that's bad. I'm sorry. I apologize for that. I'm going to stop doing this right now. Let's get rid of this video. You, you look however you want to look, man. You ain't hurting nobody. That ain't none of my fucking business. What am I even thinking? And uh, here is why women live longer than men. Yeah, why? Why did you do that? Why? Oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh, fuck. No, that shit hurt. Right on his fucking back. And this guy just gonna go tumbling down the fucking mountain. Like, yeah, and hope that wasn't a steep cliff because now you're down at the bottom of it. And dude, how did you ever think this was gonna work out? What part of you thought that was gonna work? Look how big you are. You just dumb as fuck, man. And this dude, like, safety is not even an issue. Safety schmafety. 
He gonna climb in that window if it kills him, and it just might. Ow. Now you're on the ground, and dude, uh, there go your children. Oh, yeah, no children for you. Ow, dude, like what in the fuck? And nope, never try to look cool, cause ouch. Normally you lose teeth that way. And uh, this guy, afraid of shit, you should not be cooking. This guy absolutely should not be cooking. You do not know what the fuck you're doing, and it is obvious by the look on your face, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. He's scared as fuck, and he should be, cause he dumb. And nope, that is not how you do that. You fucking moron. Oh shit, yeah, no, take a cooking glass. You can't even make fucking french fries correctly. But anyway, that's all I'm gonna show that. That's all of the video section. Hope you guys enjoyed the video section this week. Pretty good, I thought. Pretty good selection this week. At least it's not just all black people fighting. Let's take a look at the Super Chats. Super Chats. Live blood of the show. Uh, let's see, where'd I finish? Side Jamie, $10. Um, yeah, I did that already. Uh, C. Bishop Davis, $5. So if gender and race are social constructs, okay, I'm with you so far. What are your thoughts on transracial people? Um, that is, people that identify with another ethnicity. Um, well, I mean, the social construct is based around your skin color. Because the social construct is not just saying that you can be any gender you want to be or any race you want to be. It will be how society treats you. So, I mean, I guess... Like, if you uh, changed your skin color to dark like Rachel Dolan's did, and then other people treated you like you were that skin color, then I guess, like, I don't have that much of a problem with it. The, the problem is, is like, with Rachel Dolan's, is that she didn't grow up black, so she doesn't have that black experience. So she doesn't actually have the experience to call herself a black person. Now, she would have been black her whole life and had the black experience. Uh, even if she was white, then yes, then she could probably identify with that ethnicity as far as I'm concerned. But not having that experience is kind of what the problem is, I think. Good question, though. Rave Dubin gave me $5. If Theresa May is looking for sympathy, she better look between R and T in the dictionary. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, no sympathy for me. Not with the shit you've done. Young Comrade, $5. Australian. Hey, Dusty, fan from Australia. How will you change the minds of mostly conservative state like Mississippi or any other that you live in? Thanks. Um, the only thing I can think of is to try to set a good example, which is what I've tried to do with my animal sanctuary. Like, I think if other people around here see that atheists and humanists are actually good people, we're not evil Satan worshipers, we're trying to lead good lives and, you know, help society, then I think that's the best way I can do to help change minds. And do shows like this to show the other side of it, to make arguments that are not being generally made in the community. Like, most, most of the arguments being made in the, in the skeptic community are like, what T TJ's doing, right? Shitting on the trends, activists and stuff. The other side that's actually trying to stick up for the social justice stuff and show you that it's not really that big of a deal, that they're making, uh, they're blowing it out of proportion. There are not many people doing that. So I think that helps, in my opinion. Uh, I'm God, bitch, and you're not. Okay, cool. You can be God. I don't even want to be. Have you heard of McKenna Denson, a woman who scammed ex-Mormon abuse survivors out of thousands? If not, look her up. Crazy stuff. No, I have not heard about that. That sounds like something that's good for the religious bullshit show. I will look, look that up. Thank you for the donation. I appreciate that. Tyson Minum says, why didn't you and your now-divorced wife ever have kids? Seems unusual coming from a religious family such as yourself. We just never had wanted to have kids. Like, we were both very selfish. Like, my dad never wanted to have kids, and that really left a mark on me. I didn't want to be like my dad because I thought that was selfish. Like, my dad wasn't around very much. And so, uh, my dad was a cool guy. Don't get me wrong. I like my dad. But he, he clearly wanted to, like, party and shit. Didn't really want kids. And I wanted the same thing. I was too irresponsible to have kids. I was always too irresponsible to have kids, and so I didn't want to do that to the children, so we never did have any. That's the answer to that question. Um, Ariel Fernandez, $5. There's no equal opportunity in the United States of America. A person born into wealth will have more opportunity than a person born into poverty. Yeah, they've shown that time and time again. One of the number one 
indicators of your future success is how rich the family you're born to is. It's more useful than your IQ or anything else. So yeah, it's definitely not equal society in whatsoever. And people think, think we're living a meritocracy. They're just fooling themselves and, and it's bullshit. American Outbound, $2. I want to manage your t-shirt store, okay? Um, I think we might, re I'm not sure if we're going to quit doing the t-shirt store or we're going to go harder with it. We might change up the complete stock and I, I might start wearing t-shirts in my videos. Um, we'll see what happens. I'm not really sure yet, but Anyway, thanks for those. More Super Chats, please. Super Chats. And uh, we'll continue on with the fucking show. Still got another uh, hour of the show left. Even more than that. Shit, I still got a lot of shit to talk about. Uh, let's see. Where did I stop off? Um, let's see. Oh, figure right here. I will find it. This is from uh, libcom.org. Yeah, okay, so you know, you guys heard about this uh, this pensioner that supposedly got milkshaked, even though it's not milkshake. Well, a lot of people think this is a false flag operation. A lot of people think that either he or his friend actually milkshaked himself. Like, this is uh, this is kind of what you would expect, how the other side handles it. They're trying to demonize milkshaking, and so if they do false flag milkshaking on people that don't deserve it, uh, supposedly, it makes anybody that milkshake look bad. And so a lot of people think this guy milkshaked himself for, for reasons. Uh, for one, this is yogurt that he has on him and it looks like it doesn't look like it was poured on it's like real bad pictures like of like cherries sticking to the really thick yogurt he has on him like it smashed into himself and not like it was poured in any way it's like if somebody just poured a thick yogurt on him it wouldn't stay on his pants with cherries and shit smashed into it it wouldn't even pour really like yogurt thick yogurt doesn't pour so anyway a lot of people think this is a fake false flag operation but it turns out this old elderly guy uh he killed somebody yeah he was i guess it was sort of a war crime he got away with he murdered some unarmed dude back in one of the fucking wars that he was in. So kind of a shithead, really, to be honest with you, in my opinion. Maybe he deserved to get milkshake after all, even if he did fake that shit. Not really sure. Who knows? But anyway, there's some pictures that show the close-ups that show, uh, like, I guess it's possible somebody went up and just smashed this into him and got it where the cherries would stick on him. But doesn't seem very likely. That doesn't look like something that was just poured on him. That looks like they, he smashed it up against himself to me. So, I don't know. Hate to be a conspiracist, but kind of what it looks like a little bit to me. And Political Bullshit says, The country is fucked, or America's fucked. And now this is sad. This is what it's like to be uh, somebody in Kentucky who's going for an abortion. It's like a scene from a fucking movie, man, just to get a fucking abortion. This is horrific. God that causes men to be born again. It causes men to walk in newness. Gotta walk to these shitheads with their head covered. All these people trying to make you feel guilty about it. You must cry out to him for mercy. All these people preaching to you about it. Blocking your way. Don't do it. You're a murderer. You love your baby more than this. And people have to like walk her in and put a thing on her head, cover her so she feels comfortable. Horrible. Don't listen to the wicked counsel of these orc-fested people. Fuck these you. These people who are rubbing you on the back and telling you that it's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. It's not going to be okay for your I'm baby. sorry you have to go do it's this. It's not going to be okay. Get an abortion. Your I'm sorry. This is what the country is like. Limb from limb. Your baby's head is going to be crushed. Your baby's going to be destroyed with chemicals. What it's not going to be okay this morning. It is going to be okay. It's just replicating cells before it has a brain to know what the fuck's going on. It's not a real person. So depressing that this is still the country we, we, we live in. 
A lot of progress has been made, but we still got a lot of fucking progress to go. And here's, uh, oh, some black guy. God, some black guy. So some black guy was one of the big tokens that was used by people like Andy Warsky to, uh, you know, become famous and claim he wasn't racist because I had this black guy who's a friend of mine. And so while Andy Warsky was out having Richard Spencer on his show and promoting uh, white supremacy and while Andy Warsky was literally hiring a white supremacist to be his co-host. And while Andy Warsky was named the new it boy by the two largest white supremacy websites on the internet and why Andy Warsky went public and uh, had his racist Snapchats read aloud uh, to upset people with outright racism. Uh, And while Andy Warsky was making incredibly racist videos that are referring to black kids as N-words and calling them every racist slur in the book, while he was doing all this, some black guy, crickets as fuck, had nothing to say about any of it. No fucking condemnation of Andy, no speaking out, no distance himself. But Andy Warsky gets uh, fake hacked, and now suddenly some black guy's all the fuck over it. There he is. I think it's a hacker. Yeah, now he has something to say. Defending Andy Warsky. No, Andy Warsky wouldn't really do this. He's not that big of a piece of shit. It was just a hacker. For reals, y'all. Come on, some black guy. What is wrong with you, man? Could you be more of a fucking token, dude? Like, you helped that guy be famous. You helped this fucking racist piece of shit be famous. And you're still fucking holding his water. Instead of speaking out against what you did, what you helped spread, what you signal boosted for, you're still carrying this guy's water. What is wrong with you, dude? I mean, I know what's wrong. I know, I get it. I mean, I know that's what his fan base is. I know he has built this right-wing fan base that likes Andy Warsky, and he can't speak out against it because he'll lose money and he'll lose fans. But shame on you. Fucking shame on you, you cousin Tom motherfucker. Seriously. And uh, here's one from Dr. Christy Winters. What's up, Christy Winters? How you doing? Uh, The Washington Post got a story. A man cited his virginity as reason he planned to kill as many girls as I see. Now he's going to prison. And Christy points out, but tell me again how feminists are the real problem. Yeah, feminism is the real problem, right? It's feminist. Feminists are the greatest problem on our planet. Fucking blue hair college kids. But no, dude, these fucking incels that are running around killing people are the real fucking problem, right? Feminism is how we cure this shit. It's what we need to fucking help these goddamn incels see that women are not there for your sexual gratification. Go watch fucking porn. Beat your meat. Goddamn, get a fleshlight, right? They have butthole fleshlights, they have mouth fleshlights, you know, they have pussy fleshlights. Get a whole bunch of them and just fucking jack it all day long to porn, dude. Women are not there for your sexual pleasure. Keep that shit in your mind if that's what you think. No, the real problem is that we have a society with toxic norms for men that produce guys like this. Exactly right, Christy. Sad. And the MRAs need to speak out more about, you know, quit demonizing feminists and handle your own shit. And uh, this is a message I got on my last video last podcast I did, and I, I don't know if this is real or not, folks. I can only assume it's real. I tried to look into this guy to see if uh, it appeared it was legit, and I couldn't figure it out. But uh, can you spot the irony here? You liberal SJW cucks don't know how to win an argument without resorting to name-calling. Um, er, I, think, uh, I think I see a little bit of irony here. And this tweet has got more likes than any tweet I've ever put out before in the history of my channel, even though I only have like 4,000 followers right now on this new account. Apparently, it went semi-viral. I got 9,000 tweet likes. So, like I said, I don't know if this is a real person or not, but I've had people that are real people that have said exactly the same shit to me. And I'm, I think this probably is a real tweet from a real anti-SJW who just doesn't really understand what irony is. You are literally calling me an SJW cuck and then accusing me of not being able to win arguments without resorting to name-calling. So, uh, yeah. 
I'm about to die of irony a little bit. And uh, such stupid logic here. Oh my God, this one guy is a good dad. Therefore, toxic masculinity doesn't exist. It's like, good Lord, dude. What weak-ass arguments. How can toxic masculinity exist if one dad made his baby laugh? Yeah, this dad, this one good dad proves that there's no toxic masculinity. You're such a fucking idiot, dude. That's one of the reasons that men live longer than women. It's because of toxic masculinity, because men continuously think they have to prove things to other men, and, and women too, and they do overly dangerous shit to prove their manliness, uh, like I've shown in some of these videos. So yeah, it still exists, regardless of how many men are good dads and make their baby last. What the fuck kind of ignorant argument is that? And uh, speaking of that video I did with TJ, where we were talking about, uh, I guess it was questions for feminist or SJWs or something. I can't remember what the fucking video was called, but it had me in it and it had Undoomed and it had Sargon and it had uh, Armored Skeptic and Chris Reagan, all, all the usual shitheads, including myself, including myself in that shithead moniker. Can't believe I was in that fucking video, but this is another guy that was in that video, Anthony Fontano, and he made a video, uh, I'm not going to play it or anything, but he was basically explaining why he has a problem with that video and why he wished he would have never got involved in it and uh, how he saw the direction of the the skeptic community go completely in the wrong direction and became like this anti-SJW garbage dumpster mess that it is now. And he regrets being a part of it. So interesting video. I agree with uh, Anthony. I wish I would have ever been a part of that video. I think that video is cringe as fuck. And I'm sure there's probably lots of other videos that I've done that I won't agree with now. And that if they were pointed out to me, I would, I would question what I was thinking and I have no problem, you know, uh, owning up to it whatsoever. And it, Regardless of what you think about deplatforming, and I had mixed feelings about it myself in ways, but all the people saying that deplatforming doesn't work, it just makes these people more famous, it, that's not true. I'm, I'm sorry. You can say that all you want to. The Streisand effect. No, sorry. It's just not true. Um, and this is uh, Steve Shives. Everybody makes fun of me for using Steve Shives quotes because uh, he's so hated. He's one of the most hated people in the skeptic community, which I kind of find funny. I, I uh I, I kind of like how he triggers the other side so much. It's kind of amusing a little bit. But anyway, um, he points out rightly, deplatforming only makes them more popular. Publicly humiliating them only makes them more sympathetic. No, none of that's true. Can all of you who've been saying things like this shut the fuck up now? At the very least, can the rest of us stop listening to such know-nothing fence-riding dipshits? And uh, we should because you're wrong. Uh, UKIP literally got zero votes. Now, I know that they were already going to do bad, uh, but... I know Farange left UKIP, and that's why uh, UKIP did so terrible, because Farage, or whatever his name is, he left. But the reason he left was because he didn't want to be associated with people like Tommy Robinson and Sargon. So, yes, they are ultimately responsible for UKIP's destruction, which is why I blame them for it. But, um, yeah, they were humiliated and deplatformed, and they did not do well. The Streisand effect did not uh, help them whatsoever. And I, I guess I don't have it uh, queued up. But also Tommy Robinson, who came in eighth, he lost miserably. And he actually said, the reason that I lost so miserably is because I was deplatformed. I got deplatformed from my social media, and I simply could not compete. And that's exactly the same reason people like Richard Spencer can't even have a meetup anymore that draws more than 10 people. Because he has been deplatformed properly. Um, and people are like, no, man, everybody should be allowed to speak. Hmm? Should they? I mean, should you? Like, Put it this way. Let's say that you paid high uh, tuition to a school, like uh, an upper level college. And uh, since you're paying tuition, 
you are actually paying for all the buildings and all the teachers and, and, the, and the campus. You're, you're paying for all that, right? You're like a customer and you're help paying for all that stuff. So shouldn't you get to decide who uses the platform that your school provides to people? If you don't want people like, say, Milo coming to your school and uh, calling out trans people who are not actually out just to humiliate them, which is exactly what he did. He went to schools and he called out trans people that weren't out, that weren't publicly out just to embarrass them just because people, he wanted people to protest him, protest what a shitty human being he could, he was being because his whole spiel, everything he was doing was about upsetting people and then saying, see, they want to shut me up. I'm a free speech warrior. You guys should support me. That was the whole shtick. So uh, sh- should you allow people like that to have a platform at your school? I mean, I, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think at the very least, I think you actually absolutely have the right not to want them there. And you have a right to let your voice be known and protest because protest is Americans fucking apple pie. So, uh, yeah, it, it works. It worked on Tommy Robinson. It worked deplatforming rather. It works and saying it doesn't. That's just wrong. I mean, Tommy Robinson should have his own websites. Uh, if he wants to have people over to his house and say whatever the fuck he wants to fine. But you don't have to give him your platform. If you're standing on the street next to Tommy Robinson and you have a megaphone and you're screaming your opposing views to Tommy Robinson, you don't have to hand him your megaphone just to platform everybody. It doesn't make any sense. So it's stupid. And uh, recently, I don't know, what was this, Indiana? Where the fuck this was? Ohio, what did this say? Uh, they had a uh, another KKK meetup. And uh, it was Day- Dayton, I guess it was in Ohio. And uh, only like nine KKK members showed up. There was like five to 600 protesters and it ended up costing the city $650,000 for these nine KKK protesters. But yeah, you know, people still be like, liberals hate free speech. Yeah, liberals literally paid $650,000 to make sure uh, these white supremacist KKK members were able to have their freedom of speech in public without harm. So this was paid by the taxpayers, many of which are liberal. So to say that is absolutely ridiculous. They have their free speech. They got to say it, and uh, all of us had to pay for these nine fucking assholes to get out there and say what the fuck they want to say. And um, this one is from Sad and Bougie. Um, okay, uh, apparently Gillette is back at it again. Gillette had this new campaign ad where I guess um, a dad is teaching his trans son how to shave for the first time. I guess it was born female and he's transitioning to male and as he's taking uh, testosterone and stuff he's growing facial hair and his father is you know very supportive and teaching him how to uh shave for the first time let's see if i have this queued up yeah i'll show that i'll go ahead and show it to you unsurprisingly this has all the anti-sjw's freaking the fuck out again uh which is genius on gillette's part stop it and turn the sound up start over it's only a minute long let's have a look this is what they're clutching their pearls about. Oh my God, pearl clutching intensifies. Up, I was always trying to figure out what kind of man I wanted to become and I'm still trying to figure out what kind of man that I want to become. I always knew I was different. I didn't know that there was a term for the type of person that I was. I went into my transition just wanting to be happy. I'm glad I, I'm at the point where I'm able to shave. South, south, north, north, east, west, Never in a hurry. Right. Warm. Now, don't be scared. Don't be scared. Shaving is about being confident. Oh, you're doing fine. You are doing fine. I'm at the point in my manhood where I'm actually happy. 
it's not just myself transitioning, it's everybody around me transitioning. Like, how could anybody have a problem with that? That's such a fucking happy, like, brings tears to my eyes. Like, his dad's happy and supporting him, and he's happy. And I know it's marketing. Like, I know it's just a marketing ploy. They're just trying to make money. They don't really give a shit. But they're doing a good thing for a bad reason. You know, it, that's way better than a bad thing for a bad reason, right? It's actually something that is beneficial to society, have this kind of representation in commercials. And um, sad, sad and bougie said, as a black trans man who works in advertising, this is everything. This is the kind of work I dream of creating one day. Yeah, it's just, you know, normalizing trans people and uh, showing them in a positive light is incredibly important. Representation is incredibly important, regardless of what people think. They just don't understand. Unless you, white, white, white people especially don't understand this because we've never had a problem with representation. So we can't even comprehend how important it is to people that don't have the same representation, but it is. Like, um, let's see here. Where was I at? I was going to show you some people freaking out about that commercial, but I don't see them queued up. So I'm just going to go ahead. But yeah, as you can, as you can understand, or as you can, uh, as you, you won't be surprised to know that a lot of the anti-SAW conservatives like Ben Shapiro are freaking out about that commercial. They freak out about everything Gillette does now, that Gillette put that video out about toxic masculinity, and they're all pissed off about it. Social justice warriors in advertisement. It's so horrible. It's so horrible normalizing trans people, isn't it? Um, no, not really. Um, and also, the World Health Organization just came out and they reclassified how they, use, how they view trans people. Um, this says, well, the World Health Organization has officially declassified being transgender as a mental illness. For some reason, I don't believe those people who, who would have been hammering on for years about needing to follow the facts on the subject will stop calling it one. And that's true. Like, how many video from, videos from anti-feminists and conservatives hammered home that even according to the World Health Organization, being transgender was considered a mental illness? They quoted this over and fucking over again, hammered this home. Facts don't care about your feelings. This is the science. This is what the number one health organization in the world says about it. You don't believe it. You're anti-science. Well, now they've changed. Now they've updated their uh, science, and they said, well, we're wrong. You know, we don't think it's a mental illness anymore. We've reclassified it. So how many people who pushed the World Health Organization's opinion on this are now going to make videos saying, well, we're wrong. Uh, you have to believe the science now. The science is different now. The science has changed, so we have to go with what the new science says. Uh, how many of them are going to make videos? None of them. Zero percent. Zero percent are, e are ever going to mention this. They're going to keep saying the same exact shit they've always said. They're just going to remove the World Health Organization from their arguments, and they're going to pretend like this never fucking happened and they haven't changed their shit. Watch them. It'll be the same exact shit because these people are not honest actors. They have their narrative, and they'll take any information that helps spread their narrative, and they'll uh, ignore any evidence that goes against their narrative. That is what they do time and time again. And uh, Rational Disconnect speaks out against Kanye. Fucking Kanye. Now, I love Kanye's music. Some of it. Some of it's shit. But Kanye has a few good songs that I've been supportive of him. But goddamn, what a fucking loser Kanye is mentally. Like, other than making music, it's just a fucking useless human individual. Kanye West, liberals bully people who are Trump supporters. I fucking wonder why, dude. 54,000 kids to be hurt by HUD cuts. COs and 1% got massive tax cuts, Social Security and SNAP to be cut, public schools being dismantled, trans rights under attack, women's rights under attack, voting rights under attack, 
Kids dying under ice, but mega hats get mean looks. Yeah, dude. Why do you think we don't fucking like Trump supporters? Why do you think we don't fucking support you? Is it because we're, we, we hate facts and logic? Is it because we hate free speech? Or is it because you guys are directly doing shit that is hurting people? Because the policies Trump is putting forth are hurting our fellow citizens. Maybe that's the reason we don't like you guys and we're speaking out against you. Okay? Your shitty opinions don't shelter you from criticism. If that's what you think bullying is, then fine. You deserve to be bullied, you fucking asshole. Literally going in the direct wrong direction for global warming, the number one thing that has the possibility to wipe out all life on this planet. Yes, maybe somebody should speak out against you about it, you fucking moron. Come on, Kanye. Hopefully you're better than this. Maybe you're not. Maybe you really are this fucking dumb, but hopefully somebody will speak to you and get through to you. And uh, here's one from Actual Jake. Uh, there's no actual Jake from the Bible Reloaded. And uh, this is a video that went viral uh, of, a, of a guy who uh, is having a, a conversation, an argument with, uh, with his wife about whether she should feed him first or the kid first. And uh, as Jake points out, yeah, this dude's kind of a misogynistic, outdated piece of trash. All right, you guys, so it's dinner time. We got macaroni and we got some good old chili, spicy chili. Yes. Spicy chili. Are you hungry? Yeah, of course I got you. Oh, wait, this is Chris. Sit down. I'm about to make you some right now. You're about to make me some? Yeah, I'm making Camilla play first, though. You make me play first. I told you about that. Tell me about what? Sit down. I'm about to make. No. Camilla's the baby of the house, right, Camilla? I know that. Camilla's the baby of the house, so Camilla eats first. No, I don't know what you get that from. I eat first and then eat first. You want Camilla? No, I'm making Camilla play first. You should eat last, motherfucker. If you are this big, bad, manly man who's the leader of the house and protector of the house, then you fucking eat last. Make sure your whole family's taken care of first before you. And you shouldn't even have her making your plate. Make your own fucking plate, you lazy goddamn motherfucker. No, I eat first. Why would you eat first? I'm the man. The man eats first. Who's the baby? She's a baby. She's 15 months old. Yeah. It's like, you're the man of the house. That means you're supposed to put your stuff to the side and put your kids first. No. It's 2019. Are you serious, bro? I'm beyond serious. The man supposed to eat first, then the kids. But you're, what if she's hungry? She's hungry right what now. What if I'm hungry? The man's eat first. Are you hungry? It's 2019. Right. What the fuck does that do anything? Yeah, it's 2019, dude. It's current year. You should be more advanced than this. You should put yourself behind your kids, right? Put them ahead of you. Fucking dipshit. And uh, uh, I guess that's Andy Warski faking his uh, being hacked. I guess I already covered that, so I won't cover that. Um, oh, yeah, this is while Gerder is talking about the uh, Gillette commercial. And what he says is right. Uh, they're doing this one because the last one worked. Procter & Gamble does not care about being woke, of course, but these ads get them a lot of attention and also hate from bigots like you, which helps their brand and their sales. You're just helping them again. And yeah, here's him making fun of uh, El Paul Joseph Watson. Yeah, Paul Joseph Watson whining about this commercial. That's fucking nothing but uplifting. Nothing anybody should see as anything but good and positive. But of course, Paul Joseph Watson being the giant piece of humongous human shit that he is. Despite losing money, Gillette is doubling down on woke advertisement. Their latest commercial featuring a dad teaching his transgender son to shave for the first time. And he got 6.3K likes for this. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? They're just trying to show trans people in a positive light. Why would you have anything against this, Paul Joseph Watson? How big of a piece of shit could you be? But, I mean, like, don't take that as a challenge because somehow he'll figure out how to be even a bigger piece of shit than he already is. And, uh, 
So, uh, Elon Musk. I don't play this one. Let's see. I'll skip that for now and show another one in a minute of this. I had this queued up elsewhere. Um, oh, yeah. This is a fucking literal tweet that Donald Trump put out. Like, how? How is this real life? Like, how can this be fucking real life? Donald Trump. North Korea fired off some small weapons, which disturbed some of my people and others, but not me. I have confidence that Chairman Kim will keep his promise to me. Can you imagine if fucking Kim Jong-un fired off some missiles over in North Korea and Obama came out and said, I'm not worried about it. Kim Jong-un is a good dude. Don't worry that he's testing missiles that could be used for nuclear weapons in the future. He's a good guy. I have complete confidence in him. He goes on to say, uh... I have confidence that Chairman Kim will keep his promise to me and also smiled when he called Swamp Man Joe Biden a low IQ individual. And worse, perhaps that's sending me a signal. Yeah, sure, that's sending you a signal, dude. I mean, oh my God, it's just so hard to believe he can get away with saying this and conservatives don't give a fuck. He could literally say, I went over to North Korea and I felicitated Kim Jong-un for hours. He came right in the back of my throat. North Korea is greater than America. And Trump supporters would be like, oh, he got us there. Trump said it must be true. Go Kim Jong-un. Just This has to be a parody. I have to be living inside of a parody movie or, or, or game. It's got to be like the Truman Show or something where cameras are filming me at all times. Just wondering how much bullshit they can put in my life before I'm just like, okay, Okay, I get it. I'm not even playing along anymore. You motherfuckers are punking me. Where are the cameras at? That's how I feel every fucking day. And uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. Two Texas men uh, died trying to jump over a drawbridge. What in the fuck, dudes? Why? Why would you do this? Get the fuck off. How do you get off? Get the fuck off. How do you close this? Uh, continue. Yeah, fuck off. What are you doing? Get the fuck... Oh, God damn it. I don't know how to get that off there. Okay, well, fuck you, story. Popping up bullshit. Suck my dick. Anyway, two men died jumping over a drawbridge. I guess that's self-explanatory. Idiot assholes. And uh, Kenneth Copeland did an interview recently, and he said, scripturally, God wants me to be a very wealthy man. Yeah, that's shocking that he believes that, isn't it? No shit he believes that. The guy's asking him, Point blank. And basically his excuse was uh, for, he's like, I need these private jets. I need them because uh, there are demons on regular planes. And so I don't want to go on a regular plane with the regular disgusting human beings. I'm too good for that. Uh, Guerrero asked about a controversial statement Copeland made about commercial airplanes. While speaking to fellow televangelists and private jet owning Jesse Duplantz, Copeland calls commercial airplanes long tubes with a bunch of demons. Guerrero asks why Copeland calls people who fly commercial demons. No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did, he said, pointing his finger rather menacingly in Guerrero's face. It's a biblical thing, a spiritual thing. It doesn't have anything to do with people. Copeland then paraphrased Ephesians 6.12, which talks about wrestling with principalities, powers, and the rulers of darkness, and not against flesh and blood. Bullshit. You said it, motherfucker. You know that you don't want to be on airplanes because you don't want to be around normal people because you're rich as fuck and you think normal people are icky and you got to get away from them. Prosperity gospel is as far against the teachings of Jesus Christ as anything could possibly be. He repeatedly said it is harder for a camel to fit, or it's easier for a camel to fit through an eye of a needle than it is for a rich man to get into heaven. He repeatedly said, if you want to follow me, the only way you can get to heaven is if you sell all your shit. He said it over and fucking over again. You guys aren't actually Christian. You're just con man and... You know, anybody that supports you should be a fucking shame to themselves. It's absolutely ridiculous. 
And let's stop and read the Super Chats. Super Chats. Already two hours and 36 minutes into the show. Shit. Pretty far into it. Let's see what we got here. Do you think it would be possible to convince folks in states like Mississippi to get on board with Green New Deal due to its helping with jobs? No. I don't think it's going to be possible to make anybody around here get involved in anything for a long time. It's going to take uh, it's going like I say all the time, we're losing this battle. We're losing this fucking war. Um, there's no doubt about it. Um, but we're not losing the war. We're just losing the battles. Uh, so it's going to take a while before we start winning the battles, but we're going to fight the battles and lose and lose and lose. And then we're going to win a few battles and then we're going to win a few more battles. And then eventually we're going to win the war. We're going to win the war. But it's going to take a while. And uh, Mississippi is nowhere near there yet. So, But we're working on it. People like me will help it to happen, and it'll happen eventually. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Appreciate that. Daughter 9 from Favorites Favorites. Just wanted to say thanks for doing these shows. Hey, no problem. Like, as long as you guys keep supporting me, tell your friends about the show. Please tell your friends. Let people know that I do this podcast, and I'm it's good. Like, this podcast is good. Haters can hate on it all they fucking want to, but I'm, I'm getting the hang of this shit, and I'm killing it. Sorry. Hate on me all you want to, but it's the fucking truth. So please tell your friends about it. Help the show to grow. That would be great. Um, Kung Fu Carrot, $2. I'm an incel, but also a fan. I want to die so much. Why? Why do you want to? Look, it's not hard. Like, I should start. I, I don't want to. I hate to talk about relationship advice because it makes me seem like I think I'm this huge ladies' man. And I don't. Like, I'm like a five on a scale to, from zero to ten. But I seem to do okay with women, despite me being short, not that good looking, and not rich, and all the other problems I have. So... I just feel bad for you guys because it's not hard to attract women at all. It's real simple. Like, all you have to do is be confident in yourself and passionate and just a nice, outgoing person. So I'm sorry you feel like you need to die, but, like, you, you can change yourself, and it does get easier you know, as long as you kind of figure out how the system works and work within it. Uh, Kung Fu Carrot. No, nope, already said that. Spencer Walker, 21 $5. You crusty, dusty video games VR. Ram prices. Why? TJ's fan base. LOL. Still like DAFF, but TJ is off sometimes. LOL. Okay. That was a stream of consciousness. But yeah, TJ's all right. You know, it's fine on some points and on other points. He's bullshit and needs to be called out. It's all good. Parker Aguirre, $2. I don't understand men. Fix your own damn play. Yeah, like a lot of the problems that men have are caused by other men. That's the big problem with the men's rights activists is that they refuse to take responsibility for any of the problems that men have caused. And they want to be feminists for it, and it's just bullshit. So take responsibility, men. Step up. That's the end of the Super Chats. More Super Chats, please. I'm about to get into the final segment of the show, the religious bullshit part of the show. So this is your last chance to get in Super Chats. No question dodged. Lifeblood of the show. All that good shit. Please support me if you want me to keep doing this show. Really appreciate it. And uh, I guess I'll cover this story first. This is a, a teachable moment. Uh, there are a lot of fucking racist dickheads out there, a lot of videos that come out that show people like using the N-word and being totally racist against other people. But sometimes things are taken out of context. Sometimes seeing a short video clip is not enough to understand what's going on, and people can be demonized and have their lives ruined for no fucking reason. And we have to be very, very careful about this. As liberal activists, we got to be careful. We don't throw people under the bus unnecessarily. And this is what happened. Um, Dominique Moran... She was, I guess she was at, I think, Starbucks. And these African-American gentlemen came in. And she recognized these guys because 
they had come in before and dine and dashed, and they had been making jokes. Other people, they had made jokes publicly about how they liked to dine and dash. I think they had publicly admitted it several times. And so they came in right as the store was about to close, and she recognized them, and she asked them, no, you guys have to pay first because I know you, and you're going to dine and dash. And so they started calling her racist and shit. And behind her, there was all these other black employees that were backing her up. They were like, no, we know you guys, and you are fucking going to dine and dash. We see right through you. And so the guys took the video and they put it publicly and they, t- they, they made her one of these women. One of these women, they're actually fucking racist. Uh, this is like this per- permit patty or whatever they call this fucking woman. This woman that called the police on black people for having a cookout. This woman does deserve to be fucking shit on. But this other girl didn't. This other girl did nothing wrong and they fucking fired her from her job and basically ruined her life over this. So we got to be very, very, very careful Especially if the person on the video is not outright being racist or using racial slurs, especially if they have other black people that are behind them, backing them up. we got to take this stuff with a grain of salt and make sure we have all the information before we throw these people under the bus and run their lives. So I feel sorry for this girl. Like, I hope that uh, other people have stood up to her, stood up for her, and uh, stood behind her and told her that they're sorry and, and they have her back because of what happened to her is, you know, it's wrong. Sometimes liberals are wrong. Sometimes liberals get it wrong. Sometimes we're in such a, a hurry to take up for minorities and um, the d- disenfranchised classes, which is good. You know, we, we, we should want to take up for them. But sometimes, you know, it, it goes a little bit overboard and you have to keep yourself in check. You have checks and balances. So good story to learn from, good teachable moment about this whole thing. Be careful. Short video clips because uh, you never really know what's going on. And uh, you guys remember Elon Musk Hyperloop? Hyperloop? Uh We've been hearing about this shit for years. Ten years he's been talking about his boring company, which is a perfect name because this whole thing turned to be boring as fuck. He was going to make these underground tubes that were like vacuum tubes that shot things through it real quick. They were all over the fucking country. And after like ten fucking years, all we have is this one little short mile tube. And instead of, instead of vacuuming it, basically they decided just to pave the entire thing. And now the thing is just a small tube underground that is paved like a regular road. That's what we've got. That's the genius of Elon Musk. That's what he's delivered to us after all this time. Elon Musk says, Hyperloop Tunnel is now just a normal car tunnel because this is simple and it works. How the fuck is this going to work? Why would anybody go underground for one little tube? I mean, I guess he wants to maybe charge uh, fees and stuff. Maybe that's the way he's going to go. Maybe uh, I guess. I guess it's going to be for rich people to avoid traffic underground. But this doesn't seem very economically feasible. This does not seem like a futuristic example of technology or anything. This is literally just a tunnel under the ground. It's nothing new whatsoever. I guess he's going to make it toll roads. I guess that's what's going to happen. It's going to be for rich people. But anyway, disappointing, disappointing. Once again, Elon Musk has failed us. Come on, Elon Musk. Do better. And uh, recently, the Ark Encounter freaked out because uh, the public is making fun of them because they are trying to get their insurance company to pay a claim uh, over flood damage. Owners of biblical replica of Noah's Ark sue again over rain damage. And uh, the Noah's Ark people, I guess Ken Ham, they're all pissed off. And they're like, no, man, you guys are not reporting this correctly. Basically, this is just flood damage to our road. And we're just suing the insurance company because they won't pay for the flood damage of our road. But it's still, you know, it's still funny. It's still ironic that the Noah's Ark Park is suing over flood damage. Come on. You guys have to have a sense of humor. Quit being butthurt, dude. You know? Where was Jesus to stop your flood damage? Where was Jesus to make the insurance company pay? I don't think Jesus is on your side, dude. But it's funny as shit to make fun of them. Ken Ham. What a silly asshole Ken Ham is. And uh, 
Once again, only tens of people showed up to the Christian anti-LGBTQ freedom march. Yeah, it's always freedom with these guys. We're for freedom, even though that's exactly the opposite of what they're against. They're not for uh, equality, freedom in any way. They're for their freedom to uh, mistreat anybody in any way they want to. But nobody fucking showed up, uh, which is good. Love will win out in the end. These people are hated by society, as they should be. And hopefully people use these pictures to... Uh, I don't want to say dox them, but yeah, dox them. Make everybody know who the fuck they are and uh, embarrass them because they should be embarrassed. And this is crazy as shit. Uh, what is this? West Virginia? I guess it is. West Virginia lawmakers attend fundraiser for Liberty, a proposed 51st state for Christians. I never even knew this was a fucking thing. But apparently Christians now want to have their own fucking state, a 51st state. And uh, conservative lawmakers and politicians are actually having... Uh, like, they're trying to raise money for it, right? They're having campaign funds raised for this kind of shit, which is scary as fuck. On Thursday night, a group of people gathered in Washington. Oh, it's Washington State. Okay, my bad. Um, to raise money for their campaign to create Liberty, a 51st state specifically for made for Christian conservatives. I guess they've never heard of Alabama. Yeah, really, right? The laudable speakers include Shea, a spokesman, Valley, a Spokane Valley Republican who has championed the Liberty State movement. Spokane City Councilman Mike Fagan, Spokane City Council candidate Tim Dan, and Lauren Culp, the police chief in the Republic of Washington, who made nation, national headlines when he pledged not to enforce a controversial gun control initiative that voters passed. Um, so anyway, a lot of fucking politicians are showing up to try to have a 51st state made for Christians. And hey, I'm sort of all for this a little bit. We can have a state where all you guys move to and like we get the rest of the country and we don't have to fucking be under your Christian rule anymore. We don't have to uh, take anything that's biblical seriously in the other 50 states. All fucking for that. You guys can have your little utopia. Good luck to you. Let's see. Uh, This uh, Florida lawmaker said God spoke to him and told him to file anti-abortion bill without rape exception. So eventually, this uh, initially, rather, this guy uh, put forth this bill, and there were exceptions in that bill. There were exceptions for rape, incest, domestic violence, and human trafficking. So it was still a shitty bill, but at least it wasn't as shitty of a human being as you could possibly be. It was slightly less than that, at least exceptions for rape and incest and domestic violence and whatnot. But this guy's like, no. No, God told me to specifically remove the exceptions for rape, incest, domestic violence, and human trafficking. He says, As plain as day, God spoke to me, Hill said. He said, that wasn't my bill, talking about the heartbeat detection bill that I filed. He said, that wasn't my bill. I knew immediately what he was talking about. He said, you remove those exceptions and you file it again. And I said, yes, Lord, I will. It's coming back. It's coming back. We are going to file that bill without any exceptions, just like what we saw pass in Alabama. So these are the kind of people we have running our government right now. These fucking completely delusional Christians who believe an all-powerful God is speaking to them. And the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving God wants them to remove exceptions for rape and incest and domestic violence and wants you to carry your rapist baby to full term regardless. That is what these assholes who believe the all-powerful God is speaking to them thinks he is telling them. How the fuck did we get here, people? How the fuck did we get here? Well, I mean, I know how they got here. It's Trump syndrome, right? It's people thinking that Trump is the savior that's going to save our country. It's the people that took their eye off the prize and believe that social justice warriors were the biggest threat to our planet instead of the conservative Christians that are taking over all our government, right? Um, It's people like, 
I don't, I don't say that. I was going to make fun of TJ for making that uh, trans video instead of pointing this shit out. But I guess I won't shit on TJ anymore. I won't bring him out of this. And here's the last story for the night. Already uh, two hours and 50 minutes into it. So last chance to get your Super Chats in. Last chance to support the show. Please consider supporting the show if you haven't done it tonight. You could definitely use it. And uh, last up, this article. Christian author... California parents must protest health education before kids learn anything. They're so fucking scared of kids learning anything from fucking health education classes. This is exactly what we need, dudes. All you people who are so scared of abortion, don't you understand that fucking sex education classes are one of the greatest things that help limit the number of abortions that happen? Teaching kids about sex, teaching the kids about birth control is exactly how you help them not to get fucking pregnant and have unwanted babies? What is wrong with you? It's time, this guy says, it's time to declare to the schools of California, quit using our children as pawns in the culture wars. Quit sexualizing our kids. Doesn't this sound familiar? Doesn't this sound like every other conservative and anti-HW asshole that's on YouTube right now? How come they all sound so much like these Christian pundits? There's a good reason that you guys sound like the exact fucking people that we used to fight as a community against. It's because this is the direction you guys have gone. This is what you guys have turned into. You have turned into the enemy. This is why I fight you. We're talking about kindergartners, little children, just five and six years old, being indoctrinated with transgender talking points. Oh, no. They're being taught that transgender people exist and they should respect them. How horrible. Indeed, a book for kindergarten through third grade teaches kids that they could be a boy or a girl, neither gender, queer or gender fluid, and that adults might not understand their gender identity. Yeah, how horrible. How horrible to teach kids they can be anything they fucking want to and they don't have to live up to society's uh, view of what they should be. They can reject what society tells them as far as their gender roles go, and they can choose for themselves. That's a good thing. That's freedom. Don't you guys love freedom? Isn't this the freedom that you're always talking about? How come you suddenly don't like freedom? Parents, say no to your impressionable little ones being exposed to trash like this. How dare the school bring such confusion to your precious children? Yeah, how dare they educate your, shifts, your children and tell them about the reality of life? How dare you try to make their, your children better, more understanding, more inclusive people? that don't hate on people that are different from them just because they're different from them. How awful. God, you Christians are just terrible. You're just terrible, horrible people, and I love fighting you. Like, it's my life mission is just to fight this bullshit because, God, it's so easy to see who the fucking bad guys are in this scenario. And uh, I like being on the right side of it. Makes me feel good. All right, let's finish up with Super Chats. Do I have any more Super Chats for the day? Uh, let's see. Nick Kenny said, don't be so hard on yourself, man. I like how you look. Yeah, I'm not horrible looking. I'm not like the greatest looking guy in the world. And I'm not like a, a young Paul Newman or anything like that. But like, I'm not tall. So like chicks dig tall dudes. That's just a thing. Like not all chicks and some chicks will date shorter guys. But most women, if they have their preference, they prefer taller dudes. And I'm only like five, seven, five, seven and a half, something like that. So that right off the bat, you know, puts me out of running for a lot of women. Uh, usually when women talk about what they want, they say tall, dark, and handsome. Tall is the first thing they mention. So yeah, you know, you have to play catch up sometimes when you're, when you're a little bit shorter and, um, and when you're not in the greatest shape. I mean, I'm not in horrible shape. I'm in okay shape. I'm not like super fat or anything, but I'm not like, I don't have a six pack. I'm not ripped. I don't really try very hard. I'm just like a normal dude. So yeah, I, I, I'm what I am, you know? Anyway, thank you for that. Five dollars today for HS Ross. It gets better. All of my friends who struggle with in seldom earlier in life have found someone. You really have so much to live for. Yeah, yeah, it definitely gets easier, man. Don't worry about being an incel. Um, 
Like, I've gone through peaks that I, I couldn't find anybody that I was really, really lonely. Loneliness is horrible, man. Loneliness is one of the most terrible things ever, and I totally get where you're coming from. But at the same time, like, there are a lot of women out there who are just dying to have a good man, to have a good, solid man in their life, and you just got to get out there and find the right girl for you. And, and there's, there's so many of them out there. Just don't give up hope, you know. Uh, just better yourself, better yourself, better yourself, and eventually the right person will come along. Smooth. Earl 99 says, what song is your biggest guilty pleasure? That would have been your clown back in school. Mine is Xanadu by Livy Newton-John. Oh, I like um, Shake It Off. Shake, shake it off. That's kind of my jam. I love that song by uh, Taylor Swift. I, I, I don't know what that is, but every time I, they play that song, I just want to sing along to it because that's how I feel, man. You know, haters going to hate, 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 and players going to play, 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 and you guys going to hate on me all the fuck you want. I'm just going to shake it off. So anyway, guilty pleasure. Spencer Walker 21 says, sorry for the stream of consciousness, but I'm stoned as fuck. No problem, man. I'm about to get stoned myself. I don't smoke like from 12 noon up to 8 o'clock on my show because I don't want to be fucking out of my brain for this show. But as soon as I get off the air and five minutes from now, I'm going to toke up and get fucking stoned as shit. So I'm about to join you. And that is the end of the show, folks. The end of the fucking show. Thank you for everybody who supported me. I really appreciate it. You guys are goddamn awesome. And if you guys want to support the show again, let's see if anybody came and became a patron during the show. Yes, we got one. $370 per month. Please consider coming to my Patreon, patreon.com, which is Kodcast, and uh, supporting me. I will be back Friday, 8 p.m. Central, 9 Eastern. It will be Filter Fridays. I, I was thinking about quitting doing the Filter Fridays because it seems to make my computer lag and the, uh, the audio is kind of out of sync a little bit. So what do you guys think about that? Should I quit Filter Fridays or should I continue to do Filter Fridays? I will read what you guys say in the chat here. I go back after every show and I read what you guys have to say. So be sure to let me know what you're uh, what you're in for, what you're what you're into, what you think is fun. If you guys want me to do the Filter Fridays longer, and I will read that and I will take you guys' opinion into account. That's it, guys. I love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for joining me tonight. I really appreciate the support you guys have given me. I'm having great fun doing this show, and like you guys just rock so much. You guys make this possible, and I and I just can't tell you how much it means to me. Love you guys. I'll see you next Friday, 8 p.m. Central. Until then, logic, say it with me, motherfuckers. Fuck yes. Later, dudes. Love, 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 love you, dudes.